Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How We Seize It, episode 177. This week we're tackling Logan. The uh, It's a Marvel, uh, non-MCU, but out from 2017. This was, uh, I think it was still under uh, uh, 20th Century Fox. They still had the, uh, they still have the, or still had the license. Now it all belongs to Disney, so we are uh, going to start seeing some more new stuff like that. But this was the swan song for uh, Logan, um, or Wolverine, uh, and it was it was supposed to be Hugh Jackman's last portrayal of him, and they went out big, big time. Uh, this was a the second R-rated uh, kind of superhero movie. Uh, we had Deadpool the year before that in 2016, and then followed it up with this one. And I think because Deadpool did so good, they were like, you know what? Yeah, we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna make this happen. We're gonna go out on a big you know big. Uh, shot with with wolverine getting to be the wolverine everybody wanted and just the killing machine that he is um i don't know if you how much you guys have looked into the history and stuff like that but apparently hugh jackman took a pay cut to make sure that yeah, they could I do it in, as are yeah oh, I, no, I, didn't, I didn't hear that and it was more for the adult content i think they really wanted to have uh adult themes it wasn't i mean the violence was and, and language right. was certainly uh, taken to a, a greater degree, but I think they just wanted the adult content to be able to tell now, more I, serious to, story. To me, I didn't think this had more adult content that like a child couldn't see other than, you know, dealing with death. But I think the violence was over the top. Like I, I wouldn't have taken a small child to see this, yeah. you know, and we, we got our little chowder bucket scene in the, in the, uh, in the limo, which, you know, got one of the three smiles from Hugh Jackman through or, or Logan, I should say, yeah. uh, through the filming. Um, which I thought was, you know, if you're going to th- have an R, you might as well throw that in there. Um, of course. You know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, but no, this was a great movie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Patrick Stewart uh, reprising his role as a perse- pers- p- professor. Charles Xavier. I got that out smoothly. <laughs> um, which I, you know. It's funny, like you can tell how someone, how old someone is on on uh, who they refer to. Uh, Patrick Stewart is, you know, it, it, whether it's Picard or if it's uh, you know, Professor X. Because I still, as much as I love him as Professor X, I think he was the most like you can't, you don't even have to think about it. Casting there's ever been in in Marvel, like he is dead spot on. I I still think of him as Picard. Yeah, I thought this role, you know, he, oh, yeah. he, he felt very much like his, the, the series finale of Star Trek Generations, the All Good Things series, where he plays three different generations of himself, and one of them is kind of a senile old Captain Picard. That's kind of the <laughs> yeah. way I, when I saw him in Logan, he kind of matched that same sort of uh, 
persona. I liked that. Yeah, nice. Well, before we get too far in this, I'm Noah, one of your main hosts, and with me, as always, is main man Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> no problem. I, I, I'm excited about this. This is a little off off the beaten track. It's not MCU. Like you said, it's Marvel, and uh, um, so this is this, it's MCU adjacent. Yes, it's one of my favorites. So I'm really looking forward to talking. It about has this. that same flipping page intro. It does yes. That's yes. the Marvel. The only thing it was missing it was the the Stan Lee cameo. Yep. You know. True. Uh, the other one dropping knowledge there is our friend Bo. How you doing, Bo? Doing all right, everybody. Uh, still can't see Noah and Steve, but uh, that's probably <laughs> for the best. Um, <laughs> they've got Don't a, blame me. Don't they've blame got me. a face for radio. No, I'm only kidding. You guys are they're the they're the face of the podcast. I'm only kidding. Um, yeah, uh, I, I broke my perfect streak at my on our last podcast here, so I'm gonna start a new one here. Uh, don't forget to download, rate, and review, everybody. Five nice. stars helps us all out a lot. <laughs> nice, good job. Uh, also with us is Nina. How you doing, Nina? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Sweet. I, All right. I'm, one of the things. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say. No, no, I'm go. also. I'm also excited this week because uh, the X Men. That was my comic. That was. That oh. was the first, probably the first superhero comic I was super into, and I collected it for years. So, I'm very excited. Nice. That's awesome. I, I agree. X-Men was one of my favorites. Uh, them and the New Mutants. And, you know, we've done the yep. New Mutants, and um, they horribly ruined that movie. And, and I, I wouldn't say horribly, but people don't like it. I, I wish they could have done something better. Hopefully we get another shot at it. But, yeah, them and the X-Men were, were definitely – I think they're they're probably one of the top comics for most people that were reading comics in that, in that especially in the 80s. They were, they were one of the top, uh, you know. Uh, they also had um, the uh, – X-Men Evolution cartoon, right. which, yep. you know, I, I I guess I'm a little too old for that one because I didn't really watch it, but I know it. Um, you know, we, we got a little taste of that in Doctor Strange when uh, when Professor X came out. They they did the little... And it's like, if you know the cartoons, you know that, that theme song, and you're like, oh, shit, they just did it. And it was one of those. It was so good. I, I have an opinion about the cartoons, but I'll, I'll, I'll save that until... <laughs> Okay. Um, so before we get too far into this, uh, one of the things we do here on How We Sees is we create a cocktail or drink that we pair to whatever it is we're watching. That's no different tonight. And so we're ready to go with this, and I want to know what you guys are drinking. So I'm going to go uh, in my round robin of screen here and start with you, Bo. Sounds good. Uh, I I kind of had a couple of thoughts for this one as I was watching the movie. Um, I, I, I toyed with a... Uh, I toyed with a brain hemorrhage uh, shot, oh, nice, um, nice. which, uh, you know, too soon, maybe, maybe too soon, <laughs> but uh, toyed with the brain hemorrhage shot. And then I also, um, I was going to do a spiked punch and I was going to get a Hawaiian punch and, and cross out oh. the Hawaiian and write Australian on it and um, call it an Australian punch with uh, just like some cheap liquor in it. I could not find Hawaiian punch. It's not as popular as it was when I was a kid. So... Uh, <laughs> So what I went with was, and I forget what I called it. What did I call it? I sent you guys. This you time. did. You did the Australian punch. I, I, I made my own version of an Australian punch, and I started with uh, some good, some some whiskey, some cheap whiskey, which uh, you know uh, he he tends to drink whiskey. Although I did read as I was doing some final research that it was they got a, a, a Fireball sponsorship uh, for <laughs> for him. So he, you'll notice, oh, no. and I didn't notice this. He drinks a lot of Fireball. 
in the movie and i didn't have any laying around or i would have tried to work that in so i went I, with just I, a, I think i lost respect for him the general, <laughs> a little. The general the, he probably made a lot of money for the pay cut so just give him a break all right yeah uh, <laughs> so i went with a cheap whiskey uh one part i went with uh just, just to kind of make the the punch kind of a feel like it was a like a punch a, a punch bowl kind of a thing. I went with some uh, some Campari, half a uh, uh, half a shot of Campari, and then uh, a half a shot of Barnjager. Uh, first of all, because I had it laying around. Second of all, because it's a little sweet, and I mm-hmm. don't know what else I would ever use it for. But um, <laughs> just to add a little sweetness, it's fine. Like <laughs> I don't see me making it again. It's I'd make a Boulevardier before I made another one of these. So. Um, but it's fine. It's pretty good. And then uh, for my my accompaniment, I've been accompanying it with a beer, although I have done one seltzer previously. I did a seltzer this time for the White Claw Surge. Um, and I did the lime <laughs> version because it's green, or, you know, you would imagine it being green. And the green, spoiler alert, the green, like, injection that he gave himself at the end is what right, gave right. him the surge. And then the claw, the White Claw. So, you nice. know, I know. Uh, did the best I could. I was trying to think of a clone thing or like a father daughter so, thing or I don't know. So anyway, I almost did a beer too, uh, just to honor you on this because I it was the first thing I thought of when this came up, and I was trying to find someone that would sell me a single Dos Equis. Oh yeah, because it's you know Weapon X, you know yeah. X twenty three, and I'm like the two X's right there. It's Dos yep. Equis right there, but I know the where the places I went didn't have them on singles and I wasn't going to buy a six pack cuz well I I spent enough money on beer I don't drink. <laughs> not 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 thinking I could have gotten a 12 pack and gone for the X24 in the Oh, uh, there you go. In the length of the podcast. <laughs> Get that a case. Been, that would have been something. <laughs> I was going to say drink, drink 12 Dos Equis gives you 24 X's, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow would have sucked. Nice. Nice. All right, Nina, what'd you got for us? This is actually um I went super literal. I just I just looked up uh X-Men cocktails. Okay. And oh. somebody came up with a bunch of shots, one for each of the like twelve of the X-Men. And uh this is a Wolverine shot. Um it's you put you half fill it with blue curacao, and then you float uh, creme de banana on top. Oh, okay. So his old school suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue yeah, and yellow so the old gotcha. suit. Um, and I'm actually I'm super proud of myself because it's floated. Very it looks nicely. good. The picture yeah. looked great. Got a nice separation. Yeah, right. That wasn't I, a stock photo. Just kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. I sometimes use a stock photo in the background, but I always mix the drinks myself. Yeah. Um, just because I don't have a nice place to to stage it like you guys have. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I always have dirty dishes on my counter. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I was pretty proud of myself, but I haven't tasted nice. it yet. So bottoms up. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome. Oh, I like. There it all goes. Oh, shot, <laughs> I love shot, the idea shot, of it. Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> that was not bad. That was cool. not bad. That's that's the best thing you could say about a drink. I think is that that is not bad. Or like Sierra would say, yes, that's that's a good beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now I'm nice. gonna get a cherry coke, so I stay awake for this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, while she's doing that, Steve, why don't you tell us what you brought? All right, I uh, I was looking for something with some age on it. That was kind of what I was 
that's what I started. I was just looking looking oh, around for something with some. Well, I know this is based on. Well, it's not based on, but uh, but there's that old man Logan comic out out there that a lot of people have compared this to, and and he's got that old gritty feel. And I thought, oh, I want to pair a, a cocktail that that kind of represents that. And and so I was looking for something with some some age on it, and I found um, one with a a ten year Scotch, but it had a cigar with it. Um, and, and I'll tell you, uh, well, you know, that worked. and I liked that yeah. because uh, Wolverine, uh, you know, he smokes his cigars and, and yeah. uh, there's even, even that classic scene when he's, when he, when he's, uh, trying to get, uh, Laura out of the, out of the, out of the, the, uh, the store, the, yeah, the mini mart and he, and he steals some, some cigars on he his way He takes a phone charger and <laughs> grabs some cigars. Yeah. Right, right. See, I, I must've been watching it on too small of a screen cause I thought he grabbed a stack of Slim Jims, but if they were cigars then that makes... That makes it all. Yeah, they more, were they were little like kind of swish, swisher sized. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, little, little... okay, gotcha. All right, fair so, enough. <laughs> so this is a a simple classic cocktail called the cigar, and um, it does have one ounce of a peaty scotch, and this is a ten year Lafroy single malt that I have, um, but it also has a, an ounce and a half of sweet vermouth, so it's actually a little heavier on the sweet vermouth, Ooh. and a half ounce of aperol, and then. You uh, put that in a rocks glass, or or you can just put that um, um, without without ice. I think that's how I saw it prepared, but I liked it in the rocks glass. Um, and then express some grapefruit oils on there from a little peel huh. of grapefruit, and and then you take a a cinnamon stick and you light it with a torch, and that's where you get the nice cigar effect, and that's just garnish on top. Wow. But, um, it's not bad. I mean, it's 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 a it's a really peaty peaty scotch. So it's it's got that smoke. But uh, once you kind of if if you can if you like peaty or if you can once you get get used to it, it's actually not nice cocktail. So yeah, anyway, cool. it's called the, and it's called the cigar. Nice, sounds great actually. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a drink you would you would definitely make. <laughs> just, just you always have those those kind of drinks that are just out there or kind of you know all these crazy ingredients that you know He's you not, wouldn't yeah, put together not afraid I, to experiment or work hard <laughs> yeah well this isn't something i mean this is a classic it's not one that i came up with but uh, but i was looking at yours noah and you kind of went that same route with some classic ingredients that's usually up I my did. alley so i'm kind of excited to hear you talk about this so uh, in looking for this, one of the things I ended up doing was is, uh, I was just going through stuff and, and I kept coming back to the credits and that song at the end, uh, the Johnny Cash song, um, and it's it's called uh, The Man Comes Around. And I was like, man, it just something about that song at the end of this movie hit me even like, I, you know, normally when the, the credits come up, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. I don't need any more <laughs> of this. I sat and, and just sat back and listened to the lyrics of that song. There's a man going around taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame. It's so good. It's a fantastic uh, song. It is. And so, uh, you know, with all the stuff I was looking for, and, and then I finally, like, you know what? I'm going to find out what that soundtrack was, and I'm going to find the name. And I found it. it, it uh, the Man Comes Around. And I looked up a man, The Man Comes Around, and there happens to be a cocktail for it. And I was oh, like, really? yeah, I got to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so this 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 was something that I was just like, okay, I don't I don't care what it is. I'm going to do it. And uh, the ingredients were a little, I had, to, I had to shift them a little bit just because, uh, 
Some of the stuff they had, I, I just couldn't find or couldn't afford, so I found some substitutes. So I changed it just a hair, but it's just a little bit. But this is definitely up Steve's alley with that kind of, it's got a nice bitter. Matter of fact, uh, I usually give my wife a taste of the drink, even though I don't taste it. And the, the you know, if you took that old uh, bitter beer face commercial guy <laughs> and, and put him on some steroids and, and gave him something, that's kind of the face she made. It was, it, and I laugh every time she does it because it just cracks me up. But anyways, uh, so this is this is uh, uh, 1.5 ounces, and um, Bo, correct me if I'm wrong. It's Sinar. Is that something right? Sinar. 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 Oh, it's Sinar. I've always said Sinar. That's so the art. That's the artichoke. Uh, yeah, liquor. artichoke okay. based. Yeah. Uh, and then a 0.5 uh, mezcal, and I still have that really smoky uh, Dos Ombres uh, mezcal. So I got those. A 0.5 ounce of cognac. They called for a brandy. Um, I do have a cherry brandy, but I was like, uh, one of the things I found was just switching it out with a cognac. And I'm like, cognac oh, is I brandy. Cognac is just yeah. a specific uh, region. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, they were saying it's like that champagne, there's some, exactly. Yeah. They were saying to use some other ones, but I was like, no, nah, Steve got yeah. me this sweet brand, or, you know, this cognac. I'm going to use that. Uh, 0.5 ounces of Amaro. This is where they had, I can't even remember what the name of it was. It was some crazy, like, Urban liquor kind of thing, and they said one of the things you can replace it with is Amaro, and I go, hey, I got that. You know, <laughs> let's let's use some of these things I've bought before. Um, you use that a couple dashes of a chocolate bitters. I had that, so I was put that in there. Uh, you're supposed to garnish this with some mint, and one of the things I read is they said go ahead and they said slap the mint. I don't yeah. know. If, I, I'm sure yeah, that means like kind of like clap on it. Yeah. You gotta open yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah you, oh, I I kind of <laughs> rolled mine in the fingers, just kind of getting it kind of juicy works. and <laughs> threw it in there. Stir it up, uh, strain it into a, a rocks glass. Uh, I'm using, you know, my how my sees it rocks glass. Threw two more uh, sprigs of uh, mint on top of that and, and took the pitcher. So I haven't tried this yet, but uh, according to my wife's uh, bitter beer face, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> expecting this to be a little, little on the, the bitter side. But, you know, doesn't necessarily mean it'll be bad. I have a different palate than she does, so we'll see. But this is uh, The Man Comes Around. Uh, one of the things I wanted to point out, and I think Steve's going to drop it in here pretty quick, is... The trailer for for this movie had a another uh, Johnny Cash song, and it was uh, "Hurt." And it's I don't a, know if you guys—it's actually a uh, Nine Inch Nails song, but he did a cover of it. You, know? you think Nine Inch Nails did it before Johnny Cash? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's there. Really? Song. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Although oh, he, did a, he did a whole album of his covers. is better. Yes. His is way better. Oh, wait. Even Trent Reznor <laughs> says it's better. Yes, he's, he did. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like. Uh, He's like hearing Johnny Cash do that song is like watching her ex-girlfriend marry another guy and knowing they're going to be happy forever. <laughs> oh, okay, I take it back then. I thought it was him because it just sounds like that song was made for him. It, it, uh, it, it was, but I don't think Trent Reznor knew that when he was writing it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, his cover is considered one of the one of the top well, even the music video is considered one of the top what music videos because um, he, he filmed it right at the end of his life. His wife is even in it just a few months before she passed, and it's really heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's, a great, it's a great video, and his it's ama an amazing song. And you could have it all. Yeah, 
So the reason I brought that up, I did taste it. It starts off a really sweetness, and then it comes up, and that that bitter hits you. It it has a the best way I could describe it is kind of like a real bitter dark chocolate taste and feel to it. Mm -hmm. Like well, you both start the, with a sweetness. Yeah, both the chinar and the and the amaro are going to bring a lot of bitters. So yeah, it, it but it starts off really sweet. It almost is like hey, let me invite <laughs> you in, and then I'm gonna smack you in the face with it. Um, <laughs> It's not horrible. Uh, I can see why my wife did get the the bitter beer face and why it kind of snuck up on her because it does. It very it invites you in with a nice sweetness, and I'm not sure which one brought that, but it was pretty good. Um, it's definitely a drink I probably would not make and and continue to drink later. Yeah. I will finish this one for sure because I mean that's just what I do. Uh, but I did want to say that yeah. So I was uh, when I got home today uh, for about the first hour before we started the podcast tonight. I was playing that Johnny Cash song, uh, the couple of them over and over again. And my wife is, uh, is there, there, there a reason you keep playing that? Like, <laughs> I can see, you know, she doesn't know what's going on. And all of a sudden I'm just playing, I'm hurt. And uh, she's like, you need to talk? You need a hug? What, what's going on here? Uh, and I was like, no, I just, it, it just, it, it, it hit me in the feels and I really enjoy it. And so um, I pulled up the, the um, trailer again and watched it and, uh, you know, it, it almost brings a tear to the eye, just the trailer. It is such a f emotional and, and a powerful trailer. It's so good. It, it prepares you well for what the story is going to be. Um, and and I, I, I didn't think the movie let me down, but the trailer is so powerful in in with that song. And it kind of shows the perspective. Yes. We're going to look at him. Uh, he's he's old. He's aging. He's, he's dealing with regret. Um, you know, and, and that comes across just in, in that song yeah. and the pairing with the with the visuals and how it builds too. Oh, halfway through the trailer <laughs> when it starts uh, flashing uh, Get, shots yeah. a, a, as the music kicks in, it's really effective. Yeah. So th that was that was my drink. Um, now we're gonna get into this. This this is a an incredible movie. One of the things people talked about, you know, some of the, some people didn't love this like I, like I did and like maybe you guys did. Uh, that I listened to, they were saying they felt it was long, and I was like, "This does not feel long at all." No, I think like not. I didn't, and it's it's only it's two hours and seventeen minutes, so it's not crazy long. I mean, it's it's not like a you know Justice League long or anything like that. So I don't know what the heck they're talking about. So incredible. Can, can I say a quote from uh, the director James uh, Mangold? He, yeah, he pushed for the R rating, and he said, he said it wasn't necessarily for the violence, but he said. Um, when he wanted he said, to do the boob shot. Well, he said they suddenly let go of the expectation the film is going to play for children. When you let go of that, you're free in a myriad of ways. The scenes can be longer. Ideas can be explored in dialogue or otherwise can be more yeah. sophisticated. Storytelling pace can be more poetic and less built like attention span deficit theater, which I thought that was kind of funny. Yes, so, that's, that's the one I heard was uh, that they like if we do it as R, we don't have to worry about having action every five seconds to keep these stupid kids, in, you know, uh, engaged. Yeah, yeah. So, so they weren't I they agree. weren't playing to a younger audience, and that gave them more freedom. Which you know, you don't think of an R rating as being what that's about, but it does bring a, a level of maturity yeah. they can get away with. Uh, so that's good. Right. So I already yeah. mentioned Hugh Jackman and and Patrick Stewart. The other the other third wheel of this star is uh, Daphne Keene, and <laughs> and she was you know uh, young when she was doing this. Uh, she plays an eleven year old. I don't know if she her age she was exactly when this. Uh, was no, filmed, they, but they, she did, they said she was 11 when it was uh, when it was filmed. Oh, so okay. So she yeah, played her she was, actual. I think she was playing younger, honestly. They tried. Um, they I, wanted to cast a 10 to 12 year old, and she was 11. 
So, yeah, I think I, I see what you mean, and, and maybe that's because of the lack of speech and stuff like that yeah. uh, that she played. But you know, uh, I know one of the things I went into a lot. So she played um, X twenty three or uh, Laura Kinley, I think is is the name in the comics, and uh, I may have that one wrong. Laura's right, but uh, she also interestingly enough was a character that started in uh, x-men's evolution cartoon and so oh really um but she she was so good in that and so beloved by all the care uh, you know people that they brought her into the comics and now she is like huge you know uh, in the comics she's you know she's she is what 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 you think she would be she is the female version of wolverine you know, she she has this most tragic backstory too in in the comics. You you think it's bad in this show, right? You think it's like, oh my god, that kid went through hell in this well, in this they, movie. It seems like they left some out. I mean, they abused. Oh the yeah, like, they did the abuse <laughs> of all the other kids at the place, right? But then for yeah. her, it was like double. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's literally. I don't know if there was the uh, the rest of the kids involved, but she was basically raised. Uh, in that kind of environment to basically be an assassin and it was one of the things that you know there's there's one of the comic strips where they're trying to teach her how to just be no emotions do what needs to be done and they give her a puppy and she, they tell her she has to kill the puppy well she doesn't you know she's trying to you know comfort it and all this and they come back in you know a couple hours later and they say look if you don't do it we're going to torture this dog and it's just like i mean shit like that like this well, is what was kinda, done. Yeah, they kind of to a young on that kind kid of stuff a little bit. It's like you can't, right? Like you can't. They were trying to make them like cruel, right? And they're trying yeah. to train them to be cool. And the doctor, yep. whatever his name was, says you can't, you can't train that. Yeah. Well, they and they do a good job, kind of. But I mean, even though they touch on it and it seems pretty bad, the the comics are so much worse. Read and figure out. I'm like, oh my god, the stuff that they did to her. Um, the one thing they didn't have that was part of the X23 is she had a trigger scent that made her go berserk and stuff like that. She also, oh, really? uh, uh, you know, if you think about it, she's a mutant at like 11, which, you know, they, they say uh, in the comics that they, they wanted her to, you know, they, they created her from a damaged uh, sample of Wolverine's uh, genetics, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's, and then that's the reason she's a female is because the doctor figured out it was the Y chromosome that was damaged. So she put together two X chromosomes and that's how we ended up with Laura. She actually carried her herself and gave birth that's all legit uh but when she was like they say when she was eight or nine in the comics they wanted her mutant ability to kick in so they uh, they started um hitting her with radiation and all this shit to kick it off so that's also why they say that her her mutant power is her her healing powers are actually stronger than than uh logan's like you know like she heals faster and, and more complete than he ever did and it's like man it's crazy but uh, one of the things I, about this show is they did such a good job with her in this, playing this feral kid version of the most ruthless, <laughs> you know, yeah, she was hero, <laughs> essentially. So I, I just, to me, one of the things that I, I just enjoyed her so much in this, and I think that's part of the reason I love this so much, outside of the fact that, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman and, and Patrick Stewart kill kill it in their their supposed last iterations of their characters that have been around for 17 years before this was uh filmed 
The original script had um, Laura actually have a lot more speaking right at the beginning, you know, throughout. Um, but one of the co-writers came in after after uh, James, because uh, I think James Mangold wrote uh-huh. this with, I think even Hugh Jackman had some participation in the script, but, uh, but uh, James Mangold wrote it. But he had written a lot more dialogue, dialogue heavy coming from Laura. But when they when they got a co-writer in there, he was he really wanted to strip that back. He thought it was a mistake to have her, have her talking. And and I think it I think it works. It really makes her feel more like this animal, this feral, uh, feral person that just kind of explodes through in in rage. And it isn't until until you know, the third act that she finally just launches in on 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 uh, Wolverine. It's it's hilarious but it's really effective and really powerful I, scene i was just yeah. gonna say it's super funny because yeah i think she says de nada and <laughs> yeah. he goes yeah he goes you can talk <laughs> and she blows up on him in spanish and you're like whoa and like you can find that scene online uh that was what they did the rehearsal with with uh hugh jackman she, she came in and and rehearsed oh. that and she even did some ad-libbing on that and it's, <laughs> it's pretty impressive to watch even even in rehearsal and yes yeah, they cast her. Does anybody cool. know what she actually said? Uh, she, she, she did some. There was a lot of swearing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't follow exactly what she was saying, but it's one of those. It's like the, the, um, the uh, closed captioning just says "speak Spanish." Yeah, yeah. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, there's she's it's, <laughs> she was calling him all kinds of names. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I just I thought that scene was crazy. You know, it's funny because is you know he's saying that you're mute this whole time, and you know why aren't you talking? And then all of a sudden she's talking, and then he's like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up!" I don't want to be. <laughs> Which, as a father, I totally understand. Uh, my my youngest did that to me. Um, super quiet, very peaceful, very easy child. Then uh, we were walking through the grocery store about when she's about two, she started talking and has not shut up since. (laughs) She's now 22 uh, and she is just a motor. Uh, So yeah, I I get that. You're like, oh wait, can we go back to where, uh," (laughs) you know? (laughs) I I say the same thing about about Claire. Um, When we first brought her home from China, Mm -hmm. we we took her to um, to, uh, Children's Hospital to do like a like they had to do different tests that you don't have to do for kids in this country like for parasites and different diseases that that are tropical and they were saying oh in they're like how old is she and we're like 11 months and they're like any any talking have you noticed and we're like no not really and they're like oh she'll probably be be delayed in that because she's heard nothing but chinese for her Uh first year and now and it's like okay you know, that's understandable. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. So, and I said, the funny thing is every single one of her teachers that she's had from uh, preschool on up has said she has a really remarkable vocabulary for her. <laughs> no, same thing. Once she started talking, she didn't stop. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to, fo- oh, it just starts, it says Laura starts yelling in Spanish. I was hoping that IMDB would have what it, she actually said. I'm sure you can find translations on on you know, yeah, comments on some sort of YouTube video. Someday I'll find that out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's in. She is such a uh, a cool character. Um, it's uh, Daphne Keen is who who she is in real life. Um, 
Yeah, she recently starred in uh, his Dark Materials, which is yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't you know, seen that, but I heard it was good. Three, it's I on watched, HBO. Three, three yeah. se- seasons, and it's all three of the, the books, the Golden Compass ones, Northern Lights, the 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 three Golden Compass. I think yeah. they originally tried to make as a movie, and it was a big flop. But then this has gotten a lot more better received. But they've already finished it. The last season was last uh, last year. So, and she was I, the, the lead in that. I watched the first season and a half, and kind of lost a little, you know in it um but I've, i'll probably go back and finish it off but yeah the it's got professor of- x in it as well although it's a different <laughs> different actor it's not patrick stewart right right the, it is the younger uh to uh, do what is james, it james mcavoy yeah that's the guy that's him he actually plays a big role in that too uh cool um so yeah i just thought she was so good in this and so incredible and i and i i love the fact that they brought in x23 in a movie where um you know, Logan was gonna. It was gonna be his his son song. You know, or, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he, she Where wasn't original. She wasn't part of the original story. She was brought in a little bit later, as far as bringing bringing X twenty three in. Um, I think the the X twenty four was a big part of it, um, and and certainly caring for Professor X. It certainly you know you know um, the old man Logan comic series was inspired by Unforgiven, apparently. And I think that was a big yeah. part of, of Hugh Jackman's inspiration to trying to p- push this direction was the movie Unforgiven. I think he also mentioned uh, The Wrestler. And, uh, and even, I think the director said, uh, an extremely bloody existential Little Miss Sunshine. So, Yes, uh, <laughs> I heard that one. I heard that one, too. Um, and Shane. Shane had a, a big part to play in this. Sure. Show. Yeah, that's, that's referenced in the movie. Yeah. Not only is it referenced, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at the soundtrack. There's a lot of songs from Shane in this, or at least the, you know, the original movie. They they dropped at least six, I think, in this one throughout the movie, too. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, so they really played a it played a bigger part than just, you know, the the movie being in there and then talk about it and then her quote towards the end from it. Right. Which was which was good. Um yeah, the Little Miss Sunshine thing I thought was really crazy because uh, I, I actually haven't seen that, but people kept talking about it. I'm like, so I got I went and read about it. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's crazy. That's that's <laughs> so neat. You know, it is. They're both it's like, the, yeah, road movies. They, you know, they road trip movies, and uh, and they've got a little yeah. girl that they're trying to get get from one place to another. And right. content is a lot different, but it's it's. Com- you know, it, Little Miss Sunshine is more of a comedy too, even though it's right. got, yeah. it's heavy drama, but it's but it's much more of a comic backdrop. So you're on mute, Bo. Uh, so uh, liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark uh, comedy. I'd say it's a comedy for sure, but I think it's a very dark comedy. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this has some comedy in it too, though. I mean, it it's it's not you know, just dripping in it, but it does have some funny moments. Well, that's um, why it's the dark comedy part. Right. That's what makes it, the, that's the comedy part of the dark comedy, Noah. Right. <laughs> well, I was just saying, though, what this has, too, though, is emotional beats for just uh, these two characters that people have, have grown to love over the years with these movies. Um, one of the things is is when they first show uh, uh, Xavier in in the the fallen down um silo or, or water tower you yeah. know and his he's quoting taco bell commercials and right. Right? Yeah. you're just like <laughs> fuck what is going on like he's you know the senile uh one of the things that um 
someone pointed out and and I realized afterwards I was like um it's kind of like that water tower it has these symbolisms of cerebro oh right? yeah you know and stuff like that yeah. and then and then another person pointed out like you know there's also the water semblance that he's he's in this water tower that has no water and one of the things he's trying to get to is is that sun sun chaser or whatever boat to yeah, be on the sun, water for peace chaser, right. oh that's poetic uh, <laughs> and, he, and he gets buried he's like oh at least he's close to water and stuff like that, that whole, damn that i didn't whole, even pick up up on that but that's crazy that whole compound yeah. kind of reminded me of mad max beyond thunderdome and and yes and now that i'm now that you mentioned uh oh. cerebro that kind of that that same sort of thunderdome kind of has that, that yeah. reminiscent <laughs> feel of that too so yeah. yeah, such a cool like there, there there's a lot of these little things in that that was so neat. Um the way this started out too, like, you know, we we got um Wolverine kind of or Logan sleeping off, you know, looks like he t- put one on and was sleeping it off in the back of his car and he gets jacked up and they're trying to steal his tires or his <laughs> rims. That, you know, the way it starts, you know, it, it's it's exactly what this movie is is it's it's Logan just trying to survive being a normal person and the world not letting him. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, he's like, hey, guys, don't do that. You know, and of course, what do they do? They fucking fall off. Just haul off and shoot him, which, yeah, any other person, you're like, fuck, okay, yeah. If you were Movie's willing to over. kill someone. Nice yeah, if you're going to kill, <laughs> kill someone yeah. for some tires, you know, you're a bad person. But you, you shot the wrong man because then right. he fucking unloads and we get the real Wolverine that we've wanted. And he's yeah. always been kind of handcuffed by these these PG ratings and <laughs> these other X-Men movies yeah. where he unloads and, you know, a lot of people pointed out, and I missed it, and and I, I, I wish I had seen it, but how decrepit he, you know, he's like that old man that, you know, used to be a boxer and he has to box again, but his body's just not moving right. He, like Boy, one of his know, claws don't even come all the way out. He yeah, looks like, the, he looks, yeah, he looks like the wolf man, kind of the way he's hunched over and, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. you, know who, you know who he reminds me of is, uh, uh, I'm forgetting his name, the dude from uh, Roadhouse. Oh, Patrick Swayze or no, you're talking. No, the uh, other one. The old dude. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, because he's like past his prime. He's limping around a lot. He's yeah. got the bad knee, all that. Well, kind I think of that stuff. was all. I think that was all for the act. I, I think he actually has me at that point. I think his yeah. knee's fine. Of course, <laughs> I agree. But, but no, you're but it right. Reminds me like the same thing. Like he was, you know, he was the he best was, of the best. He was the man, and then Patrick Swayze came around, and Patrick Swayze's like X twenty three, and you know, it's just like that kind oh, of a my- deal. So maybe this was inspired by Roadhouse. <laughs> That's a long list of movies. A little bit of Little um, Miss Sunshine, a little bit of Roadhouse. Roadhouse, <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, no, it just no. reminds me of that kind of thing. It's like he still knows the fight. He just still knows how yeah. to fight. Still knows what he has. Still know. Still knows what he has to do. But, but you just um, see the the strain on him and yeah. how hard it is. And and I picked up on it right away that you know. Um, you know that animanium in his his body is is what's killing him, right? You know the the which I had like I didn't I didn't pick up on that the first time I watched it. I mean they talk about it, but I was like like that was like quite a big deal. Like it's, it's subtle, yeah. They just kind of tease it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so it makes sense. And you know then we get the story later on where they talk about how you know there's there's has been no more mutants born in 25 yeah. years. 
which seemed like like I was kind of like, wait, if it's only is it 2004? Did they have movies after 2004? Right. So they're saying no new mutants born after that. I I like that premise of it though. It makes sense. And they, you know, they talk about, you know, we get later on in the movie and you find out it's because they're putting something in the corn syrup and right. that's getting out. And so they basically eradicated mutant kind through uh, cheap sugary drinks or whatever. Yeah, and, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you you would think there's some hippies out there that are, don't eat any sugars that would have still had a mutant every once in a while. Ah. Who knows? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know. Well, like in countries where they don't eat drink soda you know <laughs> right well find one <laughs> i mean there's point. still there's still our well okay never mind go ahead <laughs> i mean i um, what i would i was i mean just coming i mean just coming back from brazil there was that one person that i didn't see drinking a full-on coke like there were there were dudes <laughs> when you land two liter bottles of two liter bottles of coke like oh jeez what what's and that they move? were and they were skinnier than i was so <laughs> What's that movie? And God and God create. Uh, oh, it's it's oh, about no, God no. must be crazy. God must be crazy. Isn't it the Coke yeah. that that uh, the Coke, Coke bottle falls out of an airplane? Yeah. Or something? yeah, I'm sure that's. So this is 2029, right? I think that's when this is supposed to take yeah. place. I'm sure they, you know, when they started mass producing this, they probably gifted it to all the, the uh, third world countries True. and just you right, know, right. dropped it. It's yeah. like, oh, my sugary sweet, uh, yeah. you know, right. uh, gift from Anyways, God. Anyways. <laughs> After Logan, uh, he has his his little tussle, and he, you know, and then he goes and gets cleaned up. It just, you just have this feeling like, man, what is going on? Like, why? And then he goes back to to the compound, right? And this is where we meet Charles, and we meet uh, Caliban, paid by uh, Stephen Merchant. Which, is this the first we've seen Caliban ever? I just don't remember. Not the character, but as right. this iteration, yes, he was yeah. in uh, Apocalypse. Uh, oh, he was okay. Yeah, or Days of Future Past. One of them he was in. He was more of a villain, right? He was. Yeah, he has basically his mutant power is he's a, he can track mutants, mm. and so yeah. you know it's it's kind of interesting that they put him in there. I, I was surprised. Um, I don't know a lot about him from the comics and stuff like that, but I think he was played excellent by uh, Stephen Merchant. He he has he's he has a charisma about him that you're like you're weird as fuck, but I still like you for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you care, but you can tell that he just has a heart. I don't. It's it's effective. Yeah. Well, it's almost like he's Jarvis for for uh, Professor X. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. He's kind of playing that butler role, uh, which is kind of funny. He even has a kind of a, a speech pattern like Jarvis from uh, yep. from Iron Man. Um, but yeah, it, it just was really cool. But what really got me was is is when he shows up and and how he's taking care of Professor X. The the you know he's 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 treating him like his aged father is you know like like you know yeah. uh, i i mean all of us kind of probably have that thought in our brain is like oh man like when my my father starts to get to that age and starts getting a little senile like god how you know am i going to be able to be there for him and stuff like that it's a little bit different cuz you know uh, hopefully my father won't be you know the most wanted mutant at that time and you know, I won't have to kill a bunch of people but right. you know if if that's what it takes like that's what I'm going to do if he has a seizure he kills hundreds of people in a, yeah. a casino you know yeah hopefully yeah. Hey, but if it if it is I'll be there right for him I'm sure um, right right so <laughs> uh but yeah it it starts tugging on your heartstrings right away with that and uh you know we we got the first you know big battle or you know first action scene where we get to see Wolverine really be Wolverine-ish, um, you know, with with some of the slicing off arms and hands and some of the cutting people pretty deep. And 
I think he even gets one of the guys, you know, the the cut under the the, the claws through the jaw, kind of up into the skull. You're talking is, about on the compound, or no, no, before back, that's just, back with the car. Okay, the limo. Yeah, yeah, but that's. I mean, that is an iconic uh, Wolverine kill in the comic books. Is that straight up from under the jaw? You know, yeah. claws through the the head, and we hadn't seen that ever in any of the other stuff. And so to finally get it, it's kind of like. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah he's here you know <laughs> so um yeah just a just a great way to start um at the compound you know we get a lot of stuff going on we find out you know he's taking care of him we get that uh i think we have that first scene of charles you know his his seizure which you know very very cool way to film it too the kind of like it reminded me of like like a, a psychic earthquake it, it's made it's what made me think of it you know the way they the way they yeah. shook the screen and everything and i was just like oh shit he's you know but it's all psychic so it's just it's rattling people's brains and stuff like that i was like oh it, it made me right away realize that that shit is not good yeah. um and yeah. i i thought it was done really well um but we get the idea that you know charles is not not doing well there's there's a lot going on that's that's not you know okay yeah, i agree cinematically it's extraordinary to look at but then there's so much more emotional emotional stuff behind it too because what a what a horrible way for someone whose mind is there is there is their gift and to have that turn on them and start harming people when you know he's all about trying to do good and having no control of that i mean that well, is we also got brutal we got we got the statement. He goes, what did you do, Logan? You know, like, he doesn't even remember what he I know. Did. Yeah. And that's even, you're like, oh. And, and Logan does not want to tell him, doesn't want to remind him of that. Right. He do, he's doing everything to protect him from that information, which ends yeah, up he, kind of hurting him later because at the barn, you know, that it's, it's, well, it's Professor X that kind of coaxes him into going to the barn when Wolverine knows better. That's a stupid, stupid move. But uh, he's unwilling to challenge him on it. But. But also, is it you know he does come back and realize what he did. You know, we get the scene later on. We're gonna jump around here. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's one of the first times I think I started to tear up a little bit in this. Is uh, when he was talking to him and he was like he was like saying, "Hey, this is this is what it's supposed to be like. This is this is one of the best nights I've had in a long time." And he's and he's apologizing and he's like, "I know what happened." You know, he kind of telling it you know basically saying hey i know everything that's been going on i know what you've done for me yeah, he's everything. having a lucid moment which which yeah. is, is real i mean you that you yeah. Know, yeah. Who, yeah who suffer from dementia have lucid moments where they and then he gets the the claws right in the chest and you're like <gasps> but they don't show who it is right away you're like what the you know right, that right. half second yeah and then it's like i'm like was it like was it a nightmare was it like is this like <laughs> you know what i mean because i that's what i thought it could have been a nightmare like you know, he's going to wake up from this dream and it's going to be another, like, seizure moment or something. Right. I, don't, I mean, who knows? But, yeah. Yeah, well, that I, was when we... I didn't mean to fast-forward us all the way to the barn. I was just using that as a reference. No, no, I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't want... I kind of don't want to go step-by-step step through this because there is yeah. so much, but I do I, like to I, I do, jump around. I do want to mention there, you're talking about these emotional uh, bits um, when Logan first finds him and oh. he's like... It wasn't me. It, no, no, but yeah. no, it, it, at the compound, and he's he says something mm. like, he's like, you know who I am? And he says, I do know who you are. I just didn't recognize you. 
And yes, it's it's like part of that is to show that he's he's going senile, but it's also how much Logan has changed. Yes. So yeah, sure. Double meaning. I there. mean, yeah. it's a great it's a great line. Which is very interesting too. Um, oh, I'm going to touch on that real quick, and then we'll go back uh, to the to where we got introduced to X24. Uh, one of the things I picked up on this is um, Logan and and how he he he's one of those guys. He's he's the the most bestial, you know, assassin. Just he's your weapon, right? But he also has this hidden heart and this caring that is so closed up inside of him that you see, especially if you've read the comics, and and especially you know we get X twenty three in this. One of the things that he always you he you. He has this, like, almost protective nature, like that big brotherness for all these these young other mutants come in, especially the young females, that, you know, you see him care. And in this one, he's turned that all away. He's turned it off. And, like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. Even to the girl, and you're like, well, that's, that's not the, the Wolverine I know. Like, normally he would be doing whatever he could to protect that person, you know, but I mean, it's the, also... The first- the, shifted the over first him. time we see him he's he's protecting rogue yes you know, he's, he's that's you know that's like his very first relationship you know yeah and, the, and, it, and it carries through and especially in the comics you you see it way more deeper in the comics but they did a good job in in all the other x-men kitty pride and and rogue and all those he really he's that that savage outside bundled up hard kept it in the little you know box inside of him that that heart you know that is three times as big that he just he's always there to protect those people and and he just doesn't have that and we get that so much in the beginning with this with with x23 and laura he's like you know and she even mentions he's like you know uh in the line where he says you know i uh the people that i care about tend to get hurt and she goes, yeah. she goes, well, then I'll be fine. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's a good snapback at him, too. But it's like, oh, damn, she even sees it. But um, back to X-23, one of the things I thought was very, or X-24, uh, this is where we get the, the, the young Wolverine look. And uh, the very interesting thing, and I didn't realize this, uh, I, I just thought, like, man, they found someone that looks just like him. They, like, they really did him up. That is actually Hugh Jackman playing without makeup. So old old Logan is all done yeah. up and made up, right. and, yeah. and X twenty four is yeah wow. no, he just cleaned up, you know, nice nice cleaned up haircut, you know, clean cut beard and everything, and that's just him. Apparently, they did some CGI uh, face work with him as old Logan to help old him age him up essentially. Um, they didn't want to have him sitting in a, a, a makeup chair, you know, hours every day. So they kind of did it CGI wise and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it looked incredible. It's pretty uh, subtle. I mean, yeah, you just give him some extra gray gristle and you know, yeah. beard and, uh, and he hunches a bit. <laughs> no, I mean, he yeah. it say, it's, it's more, it's more physical. I thought like just the way he like carries himself. You no. Know? Yeah. He does a great job with it, but I just really I, when they first showed him, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it looks just like him. I thought I'm like, they find a young guy that looks just like him, but I didn't realize 
Well, like, someone else said it that it was it was him it's all like, along. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger when they did the the Terminator when they kind of revisited his original Terminator from the the first Terminator, but because he was so much older, they did it all CGI. I think this is when it was what Terminator Salvation or the one with, um, well anyway, but it's it's all CGI and they pulled it out out of this. But here, yeah, Hugh Jackman can pull it off because because he's physically he's got that youthful physical look and yeah you can pull that off without any any cgi it's impressive yeah so uh apparently too they were saying that um he went on like a 48 hour uh water fast or something yeah, or he like, did not recommend oh, it he really? said don't do Some this it's dangerous <laughs> yeah to get that cut look and stuff like that and i was That's like oh. a lot a lot of guys do that mm. like um chris hemsworth when he any of the scenes where he's thor any shirtless or whatever yeah. he like dehydrates himself for a day and a half and it's like and we appreciate it i mean (laughs) i i kind of wish i didn't know that because i'm like oh uh okay so you're risking organ failure to to look hot (laughs) yeah don't we all we appreciate it because we've been we've been kind of uh, molded to appreciate it. You know that's that's where yeah. we've been raised on that sort of, uh, the, you know the they talk about the billboards and the you know the the the, the way models are, are sculpted and, and it creates this un, unfair expectation of what what we we should look like. You know so yeah. 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 But, which which honestly is not realistic. You know mm-hmm. I mean and it would and. I mean, you guys know this from from uh, doing your your exercise. People who are actually strong, like weightlifters and wrestlers and stuff, They're don't look all cut like that. No, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, some of the strongest people you you could meet are like like heavy lifters and stuff like that. That power, it, it's not all in that cut up. Now, there's some there's some cut up people that are super strong too. Not to take that away, but. Yeah, that it is. It is sad that that is something that we're. Yeah, like, all, like like my was, boss's husband. Uh, <laughs> he he can he's he's a a heavy lifter. That's like competitively, and he was able to. Uh, he got up to four hundred pounds. Jeez. And I wow. was like. She was she was telling me she's like oh yeah he he lifted four hundred pounds this weekend I'm like that's my whole family, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but you would never know it you know because he he's got like that barrel chest but you know if you don't know what you're looking at you're like oh you know yeah lay off the beers man you know yeah and right. if they don't look like that they might be mutants super ah. yeah. <laughs> or they're a god or you know what. Yeah. Or they were bit by a spider, and they're just a little teeny. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> so uh, back into this, um, that fight, that fight with X twenty three or uh, X twenty four was crazy. That was one of those things where, at first, I was like, "This is that same old trope. They're gonna fight someone that's just like them." But then, when when I started thinking about it, and some other people started talking about it, one of the things that I really appreciated about this is, yeah, it falls into that trope. But one of the things it was is it has a real deeper meaning is Wolverine was actually fighting himself emotionally, physically, you know, he's fighting what he was this, you know, what he was as a young, just, you know, brutal assassin, whatever he was that he was X 24, this killing robot essentially that, you know, just was all about violence. And so he was battling himself in a way 
that was more than just on screen. It was more in that mental state and, and, and everything. And when I thought about that, I was like, okay, that, that, that actually makes sense. I'll give him a pass on that one because it makes more sense when you think about that, that, that was really cool. And that's a lot of what this movie had in it too. You know, uh, the Shane quote, you know, um, has, it has, I, I had it here for, it talks about, um, you know, the killing never stops kind of thing. Once you kill, you know, it's always, you're always a killer kind of thing. And, and that's one of the things that has always held Logan back and always, you know, made him feel less than kind of thing. And this, so this was a, a way of him fighting back and realizing that, you know, he was really a hero. This, this kid looked up to him legitimately because he was a hero, even though he's done bad things and, and he's had to kill people and, and, you know, Hopefully, you know, like she said, they were all bad people, you know. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was really cool, and, and it was one of those things that started off bad for me, but then when I realized what, what they were doing, I was like, oh, shit, that's – there's so much in this that has that. There's there's these on-screen moments, and you're like, oh, okay, I see what it is, and then you start digging deeper, and you're like, oh, this this goes down. This this is deeper and deeper, and, like, it has way more meaning. And I I, I think that's why this movie hit the way it did. That's where you guys talk. <laughs> yeah, they, they talk about, you know, I, I brought up Unforgiven because it's been mentioned by both the, the creator mm-hmm. of the Old Man Logan comic and then as inspiration for, uh, for, for Hugh Jackman to try to go the, this direction. And, you know, we podcast on that movie uh, last year or something like Such that. Such a good, I love, that's one of my favorite Westerns. Yeah, and it it's it's it uses the same sort of metaphorical uh, storytelling where yep. you know you you get those emotional uh, in, you know scenes that really impact you emotionally. But there's a lot of things you can look at and compare. But he kind of goes through the same same. You know, I think he's constantly asked, "Were they bad people?" Or he's all like, "Well, he he tries to stay away from answering that. It doesn't matter. I was, <laughs> I was the bad person, and and uh, he l- tries to play things a little bit more nobly and stay away from all sort of crime, where all sort of violence, until he snaps at the end. I'm talking Unforgiven. Whereas right. Logan's a little bit more like he's not he's not trying to mend his ways. He's not. He just wants to get it's all he's all all his motivation is focused on protecting his father or or you know yeah. Xavier getting him away right. and that's it he doesn't care about anything else he just wants to get his father away or anybody else that's proven right. in that well, too let me right. ask you this is the intent when he gets away sorry I don't mean to interrupt you Steve if you no it's fine no keep going was the intent when he was gonna trying to get away was he gonna leave were they gonna leave Excuse me, the Caliban? Were they going to just leave him? Well, I mean, he brings it up. He's like, "Yeah, yeah what I'm going to stay under under uh, under deck as a n- n- uh, what do you say, Nof- Nof- Nosferatu? Nosferatu? <laughs> Nosferatu? Yeah, Nosferatu, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, only I, during the day. I bet it's nice at night. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, anyway, but no, I get your point. I mean, it's. I, I think at this point, you know, it's one of those things. Is yeah, he's. He was probably a you know a bad guy for a while, so he's kind of paying off his dues a little bit. And they're like, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. You can come with us, or you can stay. It's up to you. You know, right. you, you do what you got to do." Professor X is the only family he knows, Logan. So he wants to because everyone else has apparently died. I mean, it, it sounds like that's what it know, sounds like. Yeah, yeah everybody else that, has died. That's yeah. it. So he just wants to take him out into a place where he can't hurt anyone, and then just live the rest of their days until. 
you know, they throw each other off the boats out of some sort of, you know, right. crazy. Well, at some point, isn't he going to kill Logan or is Logan just going to be so able to take care of his, his medication and stuff that it's never going to happen? I don't think he care. I don't think he's thinking that far. I think he's just trying, he's just trying to get away and get to a place where, where he can, he can rest. And, you know, in the, the very, I'm going to shoot to the very last line, but he says, so this is how it feels. You know, right as as he's he's dying, as Logan's oh, dying. Oh, right. Um, and there's a lot of I, I saw a lot of discussion on what he was referring to, whether it was this is how it feels to 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 die, or this is how it feels to to be a father, because you know that's this is when <laughs> this is when Laura calls calls him daddy, and or or this is how it feels. She says to, daddy after he fall after he died, though. Yeah, or maybe this is how it feels to finally kind of feel at peace. He hasn't had any peace, so that. That's something he's looking for. He's looking for that piece. So yeah. get this. I don't know if you guys picked up on this or heard anybody talk about it in, um, I think it was uh, Wolverine Origins or the other the other one. Um, I think it's Lady Deathstrike says, you're going to die, you know, with bleeding and blood everywhere and with your heart in your hand. And as he dies, he's holding uh, X-23's hand or Laura's hand. And it's like, oh. wow. Son of a bitch. I was like, damn, they did it. Like that literally was what it was. Is yep. She 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 was right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man, there's, like there's so many little things in and I don't know how much of this was planned or just how many people, you know, put two and two together and say that works. But man, that fucking worked. <laughs> um because yeah, it was and you know, uh people were talking about the trope of like the old the old man, you know, being the father figure, the the reluctant father figure you know, throughout the thing. And then, and then, you know, as the thing goes, it becomes, and I was like, yeah, but you know what? That's a good story. I don't care how many times they say, tell it, if they do it well, it's a good story. And this is one of those ones where it was done really well because he is definitely the reluctant father figure. She is the almost reluctant child. Reluctant's an understatement. He (laughs) He has no interest whatsoever in being a father to anybody. Yeah. But I mean, but in the long run, it, it it comes out and that's you know that's what we're looking for is we're looking for you know the happy ending essentially right right sure, that's yeah, that yeah, disney ending he does he protects her in the end he he becomes that father figure not only that but she as much as she wanted it but fought it and was feral and in whatever she was in the end she also came around to it and it's like god yeah. damn you know it's like oh so so good I, I mean, let me ask you this about about her and about you know she's she's obviously a tremendous fighter and everything and all that. Did it? Did I just miss some of it, or did they cut? Like they used the foot. They like focused in on the foot claws very early on. They talked about the foot claws very early on, but like I just don't remember seeing much foot claw action over the course of the whole movie. Yeah, I think she only does it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think they just noted they existed, but, I mean, he did, uh, Xavier had that whole... Yeah, you know, that was awesome. Yeah, he had, he was that a, teaching moment where he got to play the role of the teacher yeah, and talk about yeah, the where he's like, Or the grandpa. Yeah. He, got yeah. The, he, he had that grandpa role going big time. Yeah. yeah. But, but like the claws are the hand claws are for attack and the foot claws are for defense. Right. So I like think a, like the female lion. Right. Yeah. So, well, 
right. which I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I think there were there were a lot of things. It's in on this the movie internet, that, so it must be true. They right. they had they had a lot of details in the movie that they didn't they didn't expand too much on. It was almost like they just kind of briefly show you and let you kind of take your imagination where it may may go. You know, so I yeah. thought I thought the movie worked in that regard. It didn't it didn't yeah. It didn't busy things up with too much exposition or too much uh, detail into what's going on. Instead, it it gave you a glimpse of it, yeah. and because you're you're still just dealing with a movie that is you know a two hour movie. Um, but, but this is also you know we also talk about sometimes that show me don't tell me. Yeah. This is a great example of show me don't tell me. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot of just show me the emotion, show me what's going on. Don't you don't have to you know have someone. Uh, <laughs> side character explain everything that's going the, on the introduction go ahead i was saying there's there's a lot of stuff that gets like mentioned in passing like you guys were saying how um you know what happened to the rest rest of the x-men and they kind of yeah after the whole thing happens at the hotel um and I, they're either watching tv or listening to the radio yeah and it say, says explain it's news, like uh, this is a the largest attack of this kind since uh, the incident in Westchester, which is West where the Chester. school is, right, yep, right. which killed two hundred some people, including seven mutants. And it's like, I wonder if that was the rest of the X Men, you know? And that's yeah. and that's what they're uh, alluding to. And also in uh, but, Old Man Logan comic books, uh, the it's it's Wolverine who actually kills the X Men. Um, Mysterio, right, who we had in, as a, a uh, oh, Spider Man yeah. villain. Uh, tricked him into believing the X-Men were villains and threw it oh, kind really? of all down. So it's kind of like a play on that a little bit where they, they took a little bit of that old man Logan stuff. Oh, speaking of uh, but, com comic but, books. Anyway, yeah, so I was saying, just to finish oh. up, that's kind of what you said. Like, they don't, there's a lot of stuff they don't explain. Like, they, mm -hmm. they suggest it or they refer to it, but, you know, there's, you know, and the fact... They give you just enough. I think yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah, like you don't. They, they didn't give you a backstory, is what you're saying. I no, like, yeah. I like how they they, they toss in the the X Men comic books, and let it go. <laughs> isn't isn't it great how they put in the comic books and they in, they introduce them into this world as their actual things? Yeah. And even even uh, Logan says, you know, this is this is this happened once, and then they created this trash just to to distribute and tell the, these stories. But uh, and uh, and. Some people took them as as nonfiction and and real things. They took them as Bible. As, yeah, <laughs> and then it actually kind of. That, I mean, that's why I think Logan didn't thought this whole thing was ridiculous about how they were going well, to a, to a place with coordinates that didn't exist. That whole Eden thing. Although it turned out that they were just using that as a meeting place, which was which that was like, it was in the comic. It was like was that like a hidden sign? Like hopefully these kids are going to read this comic. Do you think or no? I don't I, think so. I think the, I think the women, the nurses that took care of them, had decided mm. that's what we're we're going to get the them. But Gordon was in the comic first, right? Right. Yeah. It just yes. happened to be there, though. Yep. And it sounds right. like uh, you can get the impression that maybe something did happen. If, if according to Logan, that some of this happened, you know, some of this happened, but once, and then they. I think some it. did. Yeah. But some did, but not nearly what it was. But it, basically, they drew the coordinates from the comic just to kind of give the kids something to, hey, you're going to go here and you're yeah. going to meet at this time. And so it, yeah. it kind of was a, it became its own self-fulfilling prophecy because That's of- That's it. Laura, Laura was carrying the, 
the two comics around with her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had all the information. So maybe, yeah, maybe the, the nurses like said, we're going to use this and give the kids the comics and as a way to hide it. Yeah. Oh, maybe. So I did you know that those comics are not actual uh, release comics? They were created specifically for the movie. Oh, really? Did you notice yeah, they were I also do. like 80 cents or they, they were really cheap? Um, which, but that which, would have been, yeah. No, they right, wouldn't. I mean, of those, it wouldn't have been. It would if this was actually based on their their adventures as X Men. It wouldn't. Yeah, have been but much. if but if they were old, I, th- I think they might have. Right. If they were from the eighties, because remember the X Men started back in the sixties. Yeah. Right. That's when they were put together, like in oh, the eighties. Okay. So I remember it, it was in the eighties when I was collecting comics. I remember it went from fifty cents to seventy five cents. So, uh, and that was in the late 80s. What was this, 40 cents um, or 80 cents? I can't remember. I don't know. I remember, though, that someone brought up the fact that they had uh, Gambit's picture on one of them and it has kind of like a little fuck you to get because they still haven't done a Gambit character in any of the movies. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> well, well, they haven't done a good one. <laughs> oh, you don't what, think the one that they did was that I don't, the text not, that in? It, it wasn't. It wasn't great. No. That was uh that was a Wolverine Origins I believe. That was right. Origins. Right, where they also did Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, oh, for a God. second, right? Yeah. Which yeah, you know is so funny that, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. There there's some funny shit about that with with you know the uh what was it when um it was in uh, Deadpool 2 I believe when he goes back yeah. and he's killing all of himself <laughs> and he kills <laughs> Yep. So uh so funny. Um I still think he's wrong. I think Green Lantern was a good movie. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I think that's where he met his wife, though, on that movie. He and on Green Lantern? Yeah, yeah, he and Blake Lively were both in it. So See, he, it might be like a family joke between the two of them. Like, you know. Well, I know, I know. I mean, the thing is, it just didn't, it didn't do well. It might have been a good movie for comic book people, but it just most didn't. D, most DC movies aren't. So True. I mean, I mean, no, no. If you, if you go by DC movies, it was it was pretty much run of the mill DC. They're most of them, other than some of the early Batman's, really aren't good. But anyways, back to Logan. Well, all the Batman uh, Returns. Let's not even get into all the. I think all the Dark Knights <laughs> are pretty solid. Those are, yeah, they are. Like I said, outside of Batman, DC just didn't really yeah. hit. Um, one of the, so uh, what did you guys think about uh the the. I don't who would you consider the main villain? Uh there's there's uh Price who is the Pierce um, isn't it Pierce, right? Pierce. Yeah. Pierce, you're right. Uh he's kind of that first guy that shows up and is in the back the, of the the limo. The blonde guy and, with the sunglasses? Yeah. 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 Uh the Reavers. He's kind of like the, 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 the Reavers. Reavers. Yeah. Yeah, so the Reavers were actually uh comic book uh that's what they're called the guys with the metal hands. Yeah. They didn't go they didn't go nearly as bad as 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 they are. Like some of the guys in the comic books have like tank tread instead of fucking legs and like it's crazy. Oh, really? they're, they're all they're they're all like um enhanced as far as like cybernetics and stuff like that. So that's that's their big thing is they're basically cybernetic uh assassins or you know this this team of um you know, guys that are t- there to take down um, mutants and stuff like that. So there's there's big fights between them and the X Men throughout a lot of the comics. I remember that from the times when I read them in the '80s. Uh, 
I, I thought, I, you know, it's funny. Some people have no idea that they're the Reavers and that they're actually part of comic books. And some people are like, oh, I don't know about these guys and, you know, give them shit and stuff like that. I thought it was kind of cool way to, to pull them in and, and actually have some stuff from the comics that made sense. Um, I, you know, he, he is he the big bad guy or is Dr. Rice the big bad? No, I don't X-24? think Dr. Rice is the big bad guy. I would say it's Peters. I, I think... I don't know if, if you could pick one over the other, but it's definitely like the two sides of evil. Like you have the one guy who's like, obviously like, I'm just here to kill these little children. And the other <laughs> one is like, it's like, you know, he's speaking very gently and, and kind and acting kindly, but you know, it's like, he's, he's just, he doesn't consider any of them. You're human. talking about Dr. Rice right now? Dr. Rice. Oh, yeah. I know when he's I injecting mean, when he's injecting twenty four with the serum and just talking to him like a child. It's it, like like yeah. like 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 a father talking to a child and just everything would be or like a more like a mother talking to a child the way he's <laughs> very soothing and stuff. It's creepy. Now it is or, or when he when he's talking to Caliban and and it's like Yeah. And Caliban's like, I'm not telling you anything. You're you're working with a bunch of he's like, Yes, they are monsters, but like, you know, Kind of like I'm not, but he is. Now his father, <laughs> his father was killed by Logan during the escape from Weapon X headquarters. Yes, uh, I mean right. So th- there's, Doctor Rice is related to that that character. Yep. Okay, it's his yep. son, right? His yes. son, yeah. Yeah. That would be because his father was killed. That's that's how. Yeah, that I, that's okay. I, I, <laughs> I just confirming. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. I was just curious because. It's it it's not like a set like this is the big bad like you know they all kind of play a part but Dr. Rice definitely seems to be the head of that 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 pyramid of evil uh you know that brought in 23 and or uh, 24 and and Pierce. And, and I think that's that's fair because when you're dealing with a character like Logan who's struggling with his own past, his own uh you know horrors from his past, his own his own skeletons in his closet, he becomes his own worst villain. So and, yeah. and and when he's you know they they represent that when he's fighting twenty you know X twenty four where he's facing his his past demons and so it, mm-hmm. it's fair to kind of have uh, these villains that maybe not one that's that's a main one but these these different types right. you know uh, some of the cool scenes that they did in this one of them uh, involved the casino. Um, and, and that was the, the second, uh, big oh, yeah. brain, uh, aneurysm. <laughs> but, uh, one of the things I found out was really interesting is I guess they filmed, they filmed most of this in, in central, uh, uh, America. Like it was not central America, but like the central United States. Um, and this was done, I want to say in like uh, Utah or somewhere, somewhere in that area. And they had such strict rules that, um, for underage people being in the casino that, um, Laura couldn't actually be in the scenes in the casino, oh, so they kidding. had to do they had to do all her stuff with uh, either uh, green screen when you can see her face or her stunt double uh, when you when you see her walking through. But her stunt double was the same age as she was. No, her stunt double was actually an adult. Oh, I thought uh, I thought I read yeah, that she was also eleven. No, I'm pretty sure her stunt double was this, was an adult that was like just there's a there's small there's a group person. there's a number of female. Uh, stunt people who are really tiny like yeah. under five feet but okay. they're grown they probably did that because according to wikipedia yeah. it says naya murphy served as daphne's stunt double and she was 11 years old 
So, mm. but but I'm maybe yeah, they, they probably have well they couldn't have they, they couldn't have, have the stunt double the stunt double the right. stunt double yeah maybe multiple stunt I'm, doubles you're gonna have yeah. one for different yeah that um, makes sense. yeah because their stunt double if she was only eleven two couldn't have been in the right. Yeah, in the so, casino, right? Yeah. yeah, and really, who 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 knows a stunt double that's eleven that's going to do these fights? I was going to say, yeah, eleven-year-olds <laughs> aren't aren't doing stunts. I mean, she might be like a body double or a stunt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is Wikipedia that's telling me this, and you know, it's well, it's on the well, internet, so yeah. you know it's true, right? Yeah. So. You're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. They, I love they know that all line. about cocaine bears too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, so that casino scene, we get we get the 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 Xavier, you know, has his moment. I don't even know what to call it. Where he he's seizure, yeah, he is. And he's yeah. and it's so someone brought up the fact that it seems a little out of his power range. Where he's physically, you know, it, this is. So let me explain the whole thing before before okay. you answer. His mind, his mind powers are that he can people's mind what they think what. They, body so that makes sense that he's going crazy so everybody freezes but then you hit the scene where where uh logan gets up there and he and he basically kills one of the guys by you know severing his fucking brain stem like why did that guy still why was he still frozen his body should have just dropped at that point i agree i think it would have confused people that some didn't you know because he stabbed someone in the heart and they're not gonna because their brain's still alive but yeah yeah it it totally makes sense from a from the standpoint (laughs) of of mind control that once you kill the mind there's nothing more to control you're gonna drop right so my my other thought was as well it's been a couple years since we really had talked to uh, Xavier. Maybe his power set has changed some, and now he has a little bit more physical control also. Yeah. Is all, is all I, I mean, we can I'm write it off. Not, as... I'm willing to not question it just because that scene <laughs> was, so har- was so harrowing. You know, it just, I think yeah. it, it was just really. It was crazy good. So one of the other things that someone brought up is, is like, it's pretty funny how the elevator still works just normal. You know, everybody right. else is all stuck. Well, again, it's electronics. Electronics yeah. aren't yeah, affected. But, do with but it, yeah. and, and it's maybe hilarious. The, and maybe when you get stabbed in the brain, your body tenses up. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, well, it, it it made for an incredible scene that when they gave him the shot, and yeah. then everybody just that he just killed drop. And, and apparently, so cool. apparently, Hugh Jackman was tied by ropes, and people were trying yeah. to hold him ba- hold him back as, and that's how they got it to make it look oh, like he was struggling. That look. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. As cool as that whole action scene was, the part that really got me was when they're wheeling out, right? When they're taking off and, and going through, and you've got uh, um, Professor X uh, is apologizing to people oh, as know. they're yeah. rolling through. I'm so sorry. Just I was like, oh, shit. Because it shows that yeah. he knows what's... And it's like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. It's just... Yep. Oh, it's such yep. a... Uh, you know, they I, do such a good job with that you know back up to the to the seizure and when logan's kind of struggling and he's killing people there's that one guy that as he's approaching and the guy his eye looks over and he can't do a thing but he's he's got enough you know strength of mind to be able to to turn his eyeball just a little bit and you could just you're like oh shit and you you know he takes that's 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 why it's harrowing because you realize every (laughs) single guy that he kills like knows it knows it's coming yeah can't do anything about it Maybe the guys he came from behind, but that that first guy knew. He he knew for sure. Um, yeah, such a such a crazy crazy good good scene. Um, 
all of it. Now, the one the one of the scenes that a lot of people said could have been left out, not necessarily, was um, the farmhouse uh, dealing with the Munsons. Right? We got we got the family that they ran into on the highway. You know, we get. It was a good scene because it got that family feel, right? The dinner yeah. scene and stuff like that. But to have them all get killed, and <laughs> one person, and I know exactly where they come from. No, nope, yeah, the only black people in the movie that they had to be killed. Ah. And I was like, oh, come on, like, you know. Yeah. I I I get it, but I also come on. <laughs> I was gonna say, pretty much everybody but the kids got killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, Everybody. And there was a black kid, so you can't well, say that. Yeah, the kid got killed in this one too. Yeah, they took out yeah. the whole. Well, family. no, no. There's uh one of the the one runaway, of the one of the mutant kids is black too, oh. the little fat one. Which another guy was like, these guys are all engineered to be these superhumans and stuff. How do you get a fat one? They're like, yeah. <laughs> like, and you know they weren't getting extra cake. They didn't have any extra, you know, sugar. Like, how'd they get a fat kid? Right. Which I thought he was great, and the fact that he had a Wolverine um, action figure. Yeah. And you know, uh, you see it prominently when he's standing there at the funeral. Uh, I was like, "That's cool." As well, shit. I love how they shaved. I love how they shaved. Yeah, his beard <laughs> shaved his to beard. Look like the old yeah. Wolverine beard. Exactly. And then they're all laughing. <laughs> they're all laughing and giggling. Yeah. Well, skin yeah. color. Skin color. Color aside, I thought the barn or the the farm scene was beautiful. I mean, really right. felt. Yeah. You know, it represented them. What it, you know that moment in time where it felt like what it felt like to be a family, and you know that exactly. That yeah. was what it was for. I mean, that's we get uh, Xavier talking about it. It's like this is what it's supposed to be like. This it was what, it, it was compared to Terminator Two because they they had the family who was also black. Um, but <laughs> but but uh, you I know, thought the, you said color aside. I, I was trying to because uh, you know to, yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought it was good storytelling. <laughs> you know, I, um, apparently, apparently, you know, uh, African American families make very good horse horse farmers. So, <laughs> I believe it. Okay. What do you? Well, he's going to stand his ground. I, I get that. Huh? From, what's that from, from? Is that from Nope? Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have you guys oh, seen right. Nope? Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen I haven't it, but I do. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, but uh, he, he, look, I had I had no problem with it being. A black family. I mean, whatever. I, it's. I didn't think it needed to be. A, it was nothing special. I mean, it just yeah, was a family. Well, the thing yeah. that blew blows me away is always. This always happens. I'm like, I know that father from somewhere. I know that father from somewhere. Er. Er. I was like Eric LaSalle from Er. He was yeah. like. Oh my one gosh. Of the main, I know. Yeah. He's like. He looks more rugged. He look. He's a little more cut in Er. Put on a few pounds. Got a little older. A little gray. Um, yeah, for sure. So one of my favorite parts of that whole uh, farm scene um, is when they first start eating and, and yeah. uh, Laura just digs in with her hands. So much food. Like, she's like so And Logan much food. reaches over and he's like, you know, show some manners, use a fork. <laughs> she's like, Rah. yeah. <laughs> like caveman's it. I was like, that's so good. Um, but then it's also, you know, uh, when uh, Logan is, is carrying Xavier up the stairs and Laura's watching him, you know, it's, it's there's the... It, they every chance they get, they put that that this is a family. This is you know this is that granddaughter, grandpa, and Logan kind of feel to it all the way through. And every chance they get, they they play at it. And it's just this is one that worked really well too. And I was like, yeah, uh, it's so good. I I um, watched an interview with um, Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman 
on uh, on YouTube, and apparently he actually did like pick him up and carry him. Oh really? <laughs> and and uh, that's funny. Oh, it was funny because he was because Patrick Stewart was joking. It's like how much he, he's like one of the best parts of the film is I get to be carried around by this beautiful <laughs> this beautiful man and nice. and uh, and Hugh Jackman's like it was very easy. You were light as a feather, and he's like, well, I did lose twenty five pounds, so I looked older. <laughs> nice, that's funny. Well, he's not a big guy to begin with, so yeah, it, yeah. It, and, yeah. And Jackman is is jacked for for lack of a better term. Yeah, he's uh, so. Strong. Well named, huge jacked man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just thought it was it was really cool, and you know we got we got the scene where uh, (laughs) where um, Laura is is talking to the son. uh, You know Nate and uh, and you know the music, and it's like you know she's and she gets that Walkman. She has that through the rest of it. It's like just little things like that are so good through this when. Especially when you go back and and think about some of how it all came down, you're like, oh, brutal is all hell. Like they, well, no, they let's, the, let's... the script the script is fantastic. That I can see why why Jackman took a pay cut to do it, just because it's yeah. He's well, he got that fireball he's, he's... money. So did he really take a pay cut? <laughs> that what money? The fireball, fireball money, money. Right, right. But I mean, he's you know as as good a character as Logan or Wolverine is it's it I'm sure he read that script and it's like yeah it's not gonna we're not gonna I mean look at look at the other movies Mangold has done I mean he's done so many he has great movies he has and he's got a new one coming out next month too right is that City on a Hill is that the one I will tell you that's something else sorry they Spielberg specifically asked him to do he's doing the next uh Indiana Jones Oh, he, oh really? Spielberg's already seen it, and he, he he said, "I thought I was the only one that could do a good Indiana Jones movie." So well, he, he, he apparently act- likes it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I heard he actually asked Mangold to do it because of Logan, because he's mm. like he he's really good at showing, at writing older <gasps> people, older men, older men who are like Ford versus at the Ferrari, end of their lives and as well, we back on their Ford versus Ferrari. But anyway, go ahead. He directed it too. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But I know he, he I know he wrote the script. But he wrote, um, he wrote Walk the Line, which is the Johnny Cash tie-in, possibly. Could be. I don't know if he had any input. Girl Interrupted, Academy Award winner. Yeah. Three Ten yeah. to Yuma. Copland. That's our. Uh, that's our. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone connection. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, and Kate Leopold, one. that's also Hugh Jackman. So he yeah, worked best, with Hugh Jackman uh, what before. Is it, uh, the, the best showman, also Hugh Jackman? Yeah, right? showman. Well, he also did the Wolverine, right? Yeah. And that was, so yeah. he, he, he's very so, versed in it. Yeah, I will say that's, his involvement in in the Indiana Jones movie is is the only thing that has me, like, not thinking this is going to be horrible it's yeah he's he's uh you know with what just watching this i'm like yeah i'll take whatever you got apparently he's going to do a star wars too a dawn of the jedi i think that's the next that's the next one coming um they they announced that there was going to be another three post schools I don't know what you call them, right? Uh, after the last three that were there. All right. His involvement as director of a future Star Wars film will go back to the dawn of the Jedi exploring the origins of the Force. Interesting. Oh. Huh. 
Is that where they're bringing Ray's Ray's character back? Because they said that she's coming back. Well, it sounds like if if it's back to the beginning, it's probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Since you brought up Star Wars, I have a question for you guys. (laughs) Steve probably knows. Bring it. (laughs) We were so I I felt very embarrassed last night. We uh, we happened to go. We went to a restaurant. It happened to be a trivia night and. Oh. They had uh, one of the things was a was a visual. So they had ten Star Wars characters on a sheet, and I mean, some of them were so easy that Kelly knew who they were. I mean, yeah. let's just put it that way. <laughs> but there were two, and I felt pretty embarrassed because one of them was Darth Maul, and I'm so bad with names, and I just couldn't, couldn't put the couldn't get the name on my tongue. Like I'm right. like, I had something else in my head. But the other one was the former stormtrooper from the movies with Ray. Uh, the, the Finn. Oh, Finn. Is that his name? Yeah. So Finn. I couldn't yeah. remember his name either. But the rest of them, the rest of them, I got. But I'm sure all of you guys would have gotten all ten. I mean, it's it's just like I'm like seriously, like this is trivia. I'm like, good with the original <laughs> trilogy, but uh, you know, it wasn't. And I think even the the, the first prequels. I, I watched those as my my son was yeah. of of age of you know and we watched them together right. and 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 loved them I loved them for that yeah. reason but part you know because they are a little more right but they had like, they had the Mandalorian was one of them and he was yeah. for everything it was okay the Mandalorian was one and stuff and they yeah. didn't have uh, Baby Yoda uh, Grogu 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 yeah Din Grogu Din Grogu now yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. So, but they didn't have that. But <laughs> so, uh, back to back to Logan. Um, I have a quick a Noah a Noah point, which I'm sure Noah noticed this as well. <laughs> not. So first of all, Logan had the uh, adamantium bullet, right? Yeah. So he's yeah. carrying around with him. Um, it's all well and good. No, no adamantium or. Uh, or, or uh, what would the gun have to be made of? Adamantium or uh, 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 vibranium? Like, yeah, vibranium. Like, because the way a gun works, there's <laughs> rifling, right, Noah? Yeah. And you have to like deform the bullet to make it fly straight, correct? Um, no, it 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 uh, uses it uses the rifling to spin it. To spin it. Well, there's then there's so it doesn't deform until it actually leaves the barrel. So it, well, it doesn't it, it doesn't it create doesn't it put uh, uh, doesn't the rifling put some small it, small yeah, marks I mean, on it yeah it put some small scratches marks on it. right scratches or whatever to get it yeah. to turn well how what kind of fucking well, it, gun do you have to it have? would just it would just it would it would ruin the gun for using it would ruin the rifling it would so that's what happens gun. when. It no, it wouldn't, wouldn't spin, it wouldn't necessarily it wouldn't shoot straight. It wouldn't fit it, in the gun, to your point, many, many, many times. Every bullet well, no. would fit in every gun. <laughs> right. It would have to well, okay, so it looked like it was probably a fifty cal. It was definitely a bigger, bigger yeah. gun. And they put uh, it in a handgun. Well, yeah, but a fifty cal, they do have hand guns that carry fifty cal. Did that look like a fifty caliber handgun? Uh actually it looked like a three fifty seven. Yeah. So it could have been, I mean, I, I don't know 357s offhand, but it would have ruined the rifling for sure, which just would have meant that it, it wouldn't have shot as correct afterwards, right? So um, I didn't have as much a problem. My, my biggest problem with it is, is they already used that that uh, bullet one time before, and all it did was ruin his memory. It didn't kill him. Yeah. So it, uh, which it did in this case too. It just, it took him out for a little while, and he had to recover. So. Yeah. 
I didn't have a problem with it. It was more of a sentiment, like pulling back from some of the old movies. There was there was also they had uh, the samurai sword. Um, if you look, noticed early on when he got back to the the compound, the, that samurai sword that he got in the in the other movie, yeah. the second one, that was there. So it it was more of a sentiment that like he's carrying this as like this is my way out, you know. Because he shot himself with it before, but all it did was take his memory, so yeah. he didn't remember that it didn't fucking work, so this is going right. to do it again. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't have that big of a problem. My bigger problem was with the, the grenades that uh, Caliban used when he uh, set them off in the back of the truck. Um, those look more like uh, frag or concussion grenades, and yeah. all of a sudden this big old explosion comes out. Right. That probably wouldn't happen. They, they don't flame up like that. Um, unless they're specific uh, incendiary uh, grenades, yeah. and those didn't look like the type that would be like that. They're they're usually more square and kind of things like that. So that was my my bigger problem it, with it. And then is it what possible? Caliban looked you know, like this was this was twenty twenty nine. So obviously you're dealing with it you is know, different technology. So it's possible they could have. I don't know. I'll tell now. you in about six seven years when right. we start getting there. <laughs> Good point, Steve. Didn't consider that. Uh, no, I didn't have any like major. Uh, things with this one the one that the one that bugged me and it was more of a visual uh that bugged me was when they were on the highway and then uh you know there was the the self-driving trucks yeah um yeah. when they pull back and show them uh the cgi on them just wasn't as good as as could have been like it, it looked cartoonish a little bit to me they didn't look uh, when they were dynamic it looked like they'd fall over the way they were driving around yeah, well, they were just square. Yeah, there's no aerodynamics, but I mean, diesels themselves today aren't very aerodynamic. Uh, but the fact that how fast they were driving and stuff like that, I was like, well, you know, but it is it is the future. Uh, maybe that's the case. Uh, I did not. This was not one that I had to separate my mind from uh, reality as much. Maybe because I'm so used to reading comic books and I'm so used to being in that that mindset of like, fuck, anything can happen in here that I didn't feel as yeah. much. Um, yeah, it's a good point. It definitely had a bigger comic book feel than, than a lot of comic book movies, to be honest. I kind of did, in a way. Like yeah. the way um, the story was written and it was maybe framed and screen, you know, framed or shot or whatever and all that. I definitely would say that it definitely had more of a, a comic book feel than a lot of what you would call comic book movies. Which is interesting because outside of the, the healing factor in, in Xavier's... Um, mind control and his, his seizures there wasn't a lot of powers used in this uh you know other than like i said the you know the, the fighting and, and healing factor until we get to the very end where we get the kids on the run right uh which is which is a kind of a very crazy emotional scene where you know uh they kind of leave logan at the the house and they they all take off in the morning he wakes up and they're gone. They left like, him. We're leaving at daybreak. And yeah, they left him some of the juice. <laughs> and he was about to let him just do their thing, and then he saw that the 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 little drone flow flew over, and then he saw the trucks, and he's like, "Oh shit!" So he shoots yeah. up all the juice and fucking runs. And so uh, it looks, you know, they they tried to make it look like a kind of a one shot, kind of similar. Uh, apparently, it was done several times because he he could only run so far before he had to re. Re uh, stop, take a break, and run again. But um, oh, they, sure. they they called that scene Logan's Run, perfect, ah. right? <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That yeah. And then um, but this is this is another time where we get full on comic book Wolverine, and you yeah. know he's got it. This is after his uh well, he his does haircut. It, doesn't he do one of the jumps? Like yeah. You know, the... And he stabs him right into the tree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, that's you know, uh, no, you're a football fan, and Nina, you're an Eagles fan. Steve, I don't, I don't know if you'll. <laughs> I guess that means the Eagles aren't real football. I don't know what, what does that no, mean. No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins used to oh, call yeah. himself Weapon X. Because oh, okay. He did that jump to try and strip the ball and stuff, and it was oh, gotcha. pretty successful a couple of times. But it reminds me of that every time I see yeah. that. So anyway. Yeah, it was one of those things. Is that it is straight from the comics, and they did it. It reminded me um, fan service that they did in one of the X movies. They had Beast, and he kind of jumps off the the top of the uh, roof of one, where and he kind of does the full on Beast comic book yeah. pose yeah. through it. I was like, it, so it really was that 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 fan service for the com, uh, comic well, book yeah, readers. I mean, you have to do it, it in is, his last movie, right? I mean, well, we got it with the, all the headshots and. You know, if you read any, well, oh yeah, no, I hear. I you. should say not all. There, there's, there's some comics where they kept it more like the new mute or uh, the the X Men movies, where it is not as gory. But then you read some of them where they, they went over the top. I mean, there's the time when Hulk rips uh, Wolverine in half, right? <laughs> and they literally show like him ripped in half and blood splattered everywhere. So there's there's times when they go gory like that, and then there's times where they don't. This is one of those times where they really went gory and, and, and really showed the, the, the blood. But what I liked out of it is, 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 and this is also where listening to people talk about it, I can see where their problem was. They're chasing these kids kind of with the idea that, hey, we need to kill all kids because we don't need them anymore. We can't let them get away. But yet they're trying to capture them and not just kill them. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you just unload? Like, why didn't they come in with just a chopper and just fucking annihilate or them? You know? Not even <laughs> a chopper. Like some kind of like, I don't know, air to ground missile or something, right? Right. They could have they could have done it so much easier. The other one was is why why I mean, can't they kind not of movie follow them? Into- it would have sucked. Right. I mean, it would have been yeah, boring. Yeah. But I mean, of also course. why <laughs> why can't they follow them into Canada? They had no problem going to New Mexico and throughout the U.S. Why can't yeah. they go into yeah, Canada? I, I had that same thought. It's yeah. like we can't let them get across the border. It's like. Can't go in You're Mexico. in the middle of nowhere. It's not like there's yeah. a line of Mounties there stopping you. <laughs> even, if it, even if it was, what are they going right. to do? What's the, Tip what, their hat and say, hey. Comic Mountie. What's his name? Uh, uh, Dudley do Dudley Do-Right. Could have been Dudley <laughs> Do-Right at the border. So Dudley no. Do-Right is actually the, he's weapon uh, XX. He's right. <laughs> he's X-25. Um, was it, was it, am I right? Sorry, since we're speaking about the X's. Isn't um isn't there a theory or isn't there a, a, a thing out there that uh isn't um Rocket X ten? Actually I think Logan was technically X ten. But does it I think I think Rocket has an X number. He might, but I don't know. Oh, we'll we'll guys... find out next week. I, we got a movie that kind of <laughs> oh explores some, right. some, some of Rocket's origin, I think. And I think I think Logan was was uh, technically X ten or or oh, Tri ten, and that's why he X fourteen or Weapon X. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, which doesn't make sense. Why would they call him? It should have been Weapon X V one. What or or yeah. X I V. <laughs> so, anyways, but yeah, it's that scene is pretty cool. Uh, the one thing I enjoyed about it. Is, we get to see some of the kids using some of their powers, so we get a little bit more of that that X Men ish, you know, mutant powers, and it's kind of neat. You know, you get the one girl that I don't know if she's using gravity or wind or whatever, but she has all the pine needles and all the shit. Oh, I know. Basically, rip those guys apart, and it was like, yeah, fuck. 
And then Pierce, anybody who's ever Pierce just seems like everything happens to him when they finally come down on him. Well, they all attack him. Yeah. <laughs> they all jump on him and like, yeah, they beat his ass bad. Well, you got the one girl that like freezes the guy's arm and then breaks it. Oh, like, yeah. that is funny. Like, shattered that's, it off. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that they they go to town. Still the nothing vines on. I liked. I mean, the vines I liked a lot. I thought yeah. the vines was a cool shot. I I, liked. I still think the best thing they did was they had uh, Logan and and Laura fighting together. Like she jumps yeah. off his back. Yep. yep. Fucking yeah. oh, that dude, was like. Cool. So I was listening to one of the podcasts. Uh, I think it was Marveling Miss Mar or Marveling at Marvel's Marvel is one of the two. They were talking about it, and one of the guys said his wife kept calling her Badger. <laughs> it's like you got Wolverine <laughs> and Badger. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, she just the her her battle style and her her fighting was so freaking cool with her doing the the roundabouts and the flips and the yep. fucking slice yeah. and just she was kind of like yoda in uh, attack of the clones oh, when, right, right. when he finally unloads oh on god Dooku. i hated that i know i, I know this is a, this scene. is redemption when it comes to that <laughs> so much fight better style. than that yeah. <laughs> uh that was the worst thing i've ever seen in the world. Oh, oh really <laughs> i hated that so much that pinball yoda shit oh i hated that <laughs> but that's what she that's what that's what uh, laura was she no was like it's pinball. so much better. like to me it's more it's more acrobatic it, it really yeah. it's it's like if you said give me a hundred pound uh gymnast and i'm gonna teach her some jujitsu <laughs> right and she's gonna do some flying jujitsu shit on people that's kind of what it seemed like to me and it, i think it just worked out really well i i just enjoyed her her battle you know everything she did Especially when she got her foot involved. Like, I, I know that first time when she pulls out that toe claw, right, and just slices the dude's leg up. I, uh, just recently in, in martial arts, we were going through some of the, the knife techniques and talking about some of the stuff we do in our knife techniques. And one of them is you're slicing the back of someone's knee, and you're like, I just can imagine what that would do. And then she goes and does it in this film, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's about what it does. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you ain't walking no more. Uh, so it, it is, it's such a cool, um, but what that led to was, I, I don't know if this was the most emotional scene for anybody or, um, but we, we get Logan dying, right? He, he yeah. basically yeah. burns himself out. He gets impaled on the log and, and he dies, you know, like I said earlier, holding his heart in his hand, which is, which is Laura. And, you know, she calls him daddy at the end and, and, but then we get the, the Shane reenactment uh, speech when they they have him uh, buried there. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. it didn't fit exactly right, but it also fit exactly right. If if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And uh, but was it, what was even more of this? And I remember this in the theater. Like I, I, you know me, Steve. I'm not one for for everybody acting a fucking fool in the theater and getting all crazy and yelling and screaming. But when they took the cross out, when she takes the cross out and <laughs> tips it over to the X. I was right there with him. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's 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 clap a little bit. Let's let's yeah. make some noise because that yeah. was fucking crazy. Good. Yeah. Um. And I was just like, man, it just it hit so hard, and it was just like perfect way. And well, and then like I said, I was when I was watching this film, you know, that happens. You go through a couple other things, and then the credits roll, and we got that song, the Johnny Cash, just you yeah. know, taking it out of here. I was like, God, this is. Like I just, I just have to sit and get my my uh, emotions back for a minute. So, <laughs> yeah. So such such a good, such a good movie overall. I mean, 
It was good. Let me ask you this. It has a high rating, like, on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and all that. Mm -hmm. Was it that high when it first came out? Yes. I, I, okay, because I seem to remember it got kind of panned a little bit at first, but maybe I'm I just misremembering. I don't think so. Remember yeah. That. yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. If anything, right. it might have gone down um, overall just Over because time. some of the MCU stuff that has come out, like Endgame and stuff like that, you know, people yeah, that are going maybe. back and rating it again. Um, yeah, it's, I'm on IMDb right now, and it's got an 8.1, which is which is really high, and I'm looking at the the breakout there's there's a couple ones in there, and I don't know what those fuckers were thinking, but IMDb, you know, the, IMDb has a list of top 250 movies of all time, and it's on that list as far as oh, it's yeah. on that list. Okay, yeah. well then, all right. But I mean, there's it's it's you know high percentage. Twenty percent is at a ten. Twenty four percent is at a nine. Twenty nine percent is at an eight, and then it drops down. Seven is at sixteen. Then five or uh, six is at five point. And then you get into like less than one. You're always gonna have some haters. <laughs> It, which I'm like, I'm like, why? I, Take away the ones in the tens. I don't think I've ever rated a movie a ten. I, true. Well, okay. If you took away the ones in the tens, this would be a mid level. It would probably, it would probably go up a little. Actually, um, it would probably be in the in the, you know, eight point five area because it's it's pretty high rated in that. Which I I totally get. I mean, is there a perfect movie? I don't think there. Like, I don't know if there's anything out there that does an exact ten. Like a yeah. ten across the board. There's there's no movie out there, because remember this is everybody rating it, and I think they take in critics too, which you know, give or take what you think about them. But uh, you know, if you're in the eight and the nine, you're probably a good movie. And and like I said, yeah, yeah we get a lot of fucking trolls that'll throw ones up there. We get a lot of people that are just overly zealous about shit, and we'll put tens in there. So yeah, you should really take out ones, and I think you should take out probably. One, two, and tens, essentially. But yeah, it's this is this is a highly highly rated question for you guys. Do you think this is the best non MCU Marvel movie out there? And that means we're talking no. about Spider Man's, other X Men. No. Um. What else is there? I think those. I have to think about that. It's. I would say absolutely not because I was one of the things I wanted to kind of bring up on this. Uh, was the the promotion for me of Deadpool into rarefied air oh, okay. of a of a going to bed movie? <laughs> it's a going to bed movie. It's rarefied air. It's so good, like I can watch it, pick it up at any point, love it at any point, and all that. So yeah, I would say after Deadpool, this might be up there, <laughs> but I think Deadpool might be the best non MCU. You know, it's funny when you said that. I, I, when I, when I said this, I was thinking, I was, like, I don't know, I think it is. And then as soon as you said Deadpool, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking good one. No, I've, I've right already said on a previous podcast that this uh, Logan's my favorite of including MCU. It's my number. Oh one. really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember you it's, saying that, Steve. I know, <laughs> no, it's on there somewhere. I don't know. It might have been just I'm with sure Noah. I'm sure it's but, on there. I'm but, sure it is. We need ChatGPT to search all of our podcasts. So I mean, this is why, <laughs> kind of why last week when we were like, oh, we can't get to Quantumania because it's not on streaming yet. So what can we do? I I, I was with Noah at the time. I was like, well, maybe Logan. We, 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 cause yeah, just, just for that reason, because I because I, I love this one. So yeah. it's um, it's kind of hard to say. It is It is... The script is really, really good, and the acting is really, really good. It, you know, but it's but it's, it's a, so different; it's hard to compare. I mean, right, right, and, and you know, when you when you put this up against something like, 
know, as much as I love Spider-Man, it's just like, yeah, spider man Well, is all the Spider-Man MCU, is this better than all the pre-Spider-Mans? Any Spider-Man. <laughs> like, take the best, whatever you think the best Spider-Man is. You think this um, is better than all the Spider-Mans? I mean... Like Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans and... I mean, yeah, in a way, but it's it's hard to compare. It's like it's not... Mm -hmm. It is. You know... And then you can just look at all comic book movies, and there's like Dark Knight, yeah, which mean, is no. I mean, it's, it's a good question. I mean, I'm not. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing I movies mean, out there. Is, I'm not I throwing mean, movies out is, there because I think they're better. I'm just throwing movies out there because. But but you're kind of to you, and, and you talk about Deadpool, and that's such a different genre as Logan. You know, it so yeah. So it's it's fair to put them up at the same height at the pedestal and say, well, if I'm in the mood for one, well, what Logan know, does the, make an appearance in pretty much every Deadpool movie. I mean, he does get a little cameo. I know. No, and then Deadpool three <laughs> is what brought Logan back from retirement. Yep, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be. I can't wait to see that. Actually, that's going to be awesome. You're muted, Noah. Does 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 Logan actually show up in the other Deadpool's? I thought he will only show up in three. I don't think he showed. No, up he before. shows up as uh, an action figure, maybe. Or oh, okay. Or, 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 <laughs> I was like, I don't think <laughs> Jackman did. Okay. Or by reference. Right. Right. Well, that's the, all I'm I mean, saying. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, not the, actual Logan. Sorry. <laughs> the two actors do a great job of playing this this role of like the how much they hate each other and all this, and it's all a big yeah. joke. Well, and I so, thought of yeah. <laughs> if I had time, if I had time to go to the liquor store, I would have gotten some aviation gin and done something. Oh, nice. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> there you go. Dead, Deadpool Logan kind of you know something with like well, Canadian Canadian it, club and gin like shot or something. So now that we've brought it up, that would be another one that we could cover on this because we don't have a ton of MCU stuff coming out that we can yeah. we can cover. So I, would, so. I would love, when does it I would come love out? to so cover Deadpool. We actually yeah. have... Are you saying Deadpool? Or are you saying... The original. Well, yeah. Start with the original. I, we got oh, two. I, yeah. So I actually does, think one is better Guardians than two. When does Guardians of the Galaxy 3 come out? When does... This weekend. So Guardians 3 comes out this weekend. We have yeah. Quantumania and then we also have um, Deadpool 3. When does that come out? That's off a little bit. Yeah, I was but, gonna uh, say I, I I think they're they just started filming it, so it's like yeah. Oh, I thought that I mean, there's uh, only trailers. I thought didn't no? Hugh Jackman yeah, actually have like a have a scare when it came to his diet that he's been doing? Like, I think I mean they've been talking a lot about it, but I don't think they actually started filming it. Said until it's recently. coming out in 2024, so maybe it's just in pre-production. Who knows? Anyway, or in production, maybe. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it could be even late 24. So we got a while. No, I, I well, I know in oh three weeks we'll I'm be at the people we'll be we'll be covering uh, Quantumanium. So that's our next our next uh, hero, uh, our our MCU type movie. Uh, but yeah. then after that, I think I think uh, either Guardians or if that's if everybody can get to the theater and see it, I'm going to try and go this weekend myself. I don't know if I'm going to be able to this weekend, but um... yeah, yeah. We well, I mean, we got we got a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I I would love to see uh, uh, love for us to do uh, Deadpool. It is like that's like Bo yeah. said, it is it is yeah. such a, a I agree rewatchable oh, movie. My God. I said um, it's rarefied air. It's it's on the it's yeah. on the falling asleep list. That means <laughs> it's a great movie, in my opinion. It, uh, the only it, it might be the movie that I've seen the most outside uh, hero wise oh, or, yeah, or for sure. outside of of Ragnarok. Yeah. Did um, you did you guys see the uh, the little five minute film they put together before Deadpool that was like 
as a proof of concept and it was it was oh yeah which i don't think i have yeah it's, it's it, ryan reynolds put it is together this, right? is this the one that was quote mysteriously leaked to the internet Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing it before. That, it was that's such a were, Ryan Reynolds thing. They were trying to uh, get yeah get backers to say, hey, this is a good movie. Yeah. He wasn't in it. He, this is but what it, it, was, could it be. was all animated, or he, the Deadpool character was all CGI. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant, and uh, they used brilliant. a lot of yeah. It is. It's right up there with uh, Saint, uh, Santa versus Jesus for the getting the South Park off the ground. I mean, it's just, it's in the same category. Oh, That's hilarious. Um, um, well, I was just looking at the cast, the confirmed cast for Deadpool 3. Um, Steve, you watched Succession, right? Or yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tom Wamsgam is in Deadpool 3. You mean Tom from Succession, or what's it? Tom from Succession, Walmsgam, or whatever ever you say his last name. Is that his act- uh, the Shiv, actor's name? Shiv's, yeah, Tom. No, Shiv's, Shiv, oh God, Shiv's, uh, Shiv's, Shiv's husband. Oh, he's hilarious in in Succession. Yeah, um, I know. I'm, I'm on the. I just finished season three, so my goal is to get caught up to see the finale live. Okay. Or not live. Not live, but but. I haven't, I haven't, me. I haven't watched the most recent episode. Or actually, I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't finish yeah. it because I was. But I'm just through season three. I'm pretty excited. It's, it's awesome, man. The shit that drops on that show is fucking incredible. <laughs> it's unreal. So anyway, but I think it's cool that they're bringing uh, uh, Vanessa back, also Dopender and Colossus. I, I think love because Colossus. of the way my favorite, my favorite comic book character. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but oh, I, I think he's great. In, in, I'm not saying it's your favorite, well, Noah. Well, I know. I'm just, I, I mean, he's a good comic book character. I don't know if he's a favorite of anybody that matters, but in, in hey. the Deadpool <laughs> video, <laughs> in the Deadpool movies, he is he is a great character. Uh, so is Doe Pinder, and I, I'm glad. Doe Pinder, oh, yeah, yeah, he's great. He was the cab yeah. driver, right, in the first? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he has some of the funniest lines. Uh, he just well, just the way he's... he talks about stuff and the way, like, yeah. he, like talk about father figure, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, Deadpool's a father figure to Dopinder, I think. <laughs> More like a crazy uncle. More like a crazy uncle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a cousin that's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Um, Awesome. So now, now that we've we've praised this this Logan movie, I, I want to ask you guys if there was anything about it that you could change. If there is just, whether it's bringing in a new character, taking away somebody, changing up the format at the end, whatever it is, if, if there's anything in this that you would change, what would it, what would you have done? I remember when I saw it at the theater, I thought the the finale was a little, um, it, it didn't quite fit with the rest of the story. So I would have rather it been a little, I don't know, like. Eat, well, it, it's like just have so, them a little le- closer not to make it, or have the kids, some of them not make it. What I mean, what's I, I think I think it felt very. It, it was an onslaught of a lot of a lot of crazy mutant powers that just kind of happened over. It almost like they were throwing all the all the uh, um, the nods to the fans all at the end. Oh, here's this power. Oh. Here's this power, and it felt like it lost a little bit of its gravitas. Now, of course, it, it has a great ending, but so I thought that was a li- felt a little rushed, or like they they put a lot of that in in the editing room. Um, I w- I wish that that sequence was a little bit more poetically constructed, 
like the rest of the movie. So that, and I don't, I don't have an answer whether, whether it would have been kind of a more uh, sparse scenery. I, I'm not, I'm not sure how to how to play it out. But it felt it didn't the, as a climax. It didn't quite fit the 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 mood of the rest of the film. And so yeah. that's where I okay. would I would have focused gotcha. my uh, my scriptwriter to try to clean that up a little bit more um, and still get the okay. same ending. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you, you kind of said it earlier, but the whole like farm scene, like, I, I, yeah, didn't really do much for me, especially like, you know, Logan got to come in and have some family time and kind of be like the hero and, and all that, but it ended up being like the demise of the family. And it's just like, I don't know, it didn't serve a whole lot of purpose for the storyline for me, I guess, you know, okay. so, could have left some of that out. To some degree, gotcha. Like, they could have they could have done something like a little shorter, even like they didn't have to go to the house and stay over, and they could have worked something may, with maybe. the horses on the side of the road somehow or whatever. See, but I, they kind of drew I, it on a little too long for me. No, I I hated <laughs> to I hated to lose that. I would have too. It's, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I like I like the idea of it, but I I see what you're saying. To me, and this is kind of where I w- I almost would change it if, if you want to change that area is you need that that upfront dinner scene with them being the family but have some way where where Logan can actually save them so so that there's that turnaround where or even someone that he actually like I like you know save yeah. his son or save you know whatever or maybe 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 he shows up in time where it's just you know Xavier that gets hit but he's able to save the rest of the family and and he gets to see some appreciation from someone so that there's that once in his lifetime where it's like someone you cared about maybe didn't get, you know, killed. Right. You know, yeah, he, 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 I, I, I get what you're saying. And that could have been also, I agree. It, it fucking, it, it felt right in this mood of like everything he touched turns to fucking bad, you oh, know? And that's, yeah. and that's what he kept saying is like, Hey, anytime I try and help someone show some, you know, you know, thought to someone or, or care about anything, it goes bad, and that's what I think that that scene was there for. Is like, look, I don't want to come around and help these guys because it's gonna be bad for them. But you know, Xavier yeah. says no. You know, you need to help them. And fucking sure enough, what happens? They all die, and so is Xavier. So yeah, I get yeah. you, yeah. Nina. Honestly, I'm I'm going through the whole movie, and I don't, I can't think of anything I would change. Honestly, I mean, it's. Okay, so but here's the thing: is what if what is there anything that you would have liked to add it even um, that wasn't there? I mean, as long as we're we're going, you know, this would never happen. But <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe some flashbacks. Okay, with the, yeah. the X Men. Like what happened at, at you know? Or maybe not. Not even what happened, but just kind of like, maybe like memories of past. Yeah, like Logan remembering them, or or. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. like he's having a, a good night, right? He he finally has a chance to sit back and go. You know, my life wasn't so bad, and then good times. Yeah. Something or the like bad that. times where he's fighting with Scott. You know, they're always fighting. With <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you know where that that's been going lately right yeah what okay, no, no. <laughs> what 
Um, comics. Yeah, the you know how it was a, a love triangle uh, between Wolverine, Scott, and Jean Grey? Uh, yeah. So like the last, <laughs> so like the last two or three years in the comics, it's uh, gone from being a love triangle to a uh, menage a trois. A menage a trois, <laughs> or a, uh, 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 an open, uh, 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 what do they call it? A uh, open relationship. It's got, a, uh, it's got like a a thruple. That's what it is. Uh, is it a thruple? Yeah, maybe thruple would be better. But yeah, they're I, all they're all cool with it. <laughs> yeah. I I love yeah I love Bo's reaction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so perfect. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's no. it's not it's not out in the open, but it's it's yeah. strongly implied. It's very obvious. Yeah. Well, the cur- I'm current. I'm reading a current. Uh, well, I don't know if it's current, but currently I'm reading some uh, X. It's like new X Men, and they have uh, Scott with uh, Emma Frost, and so. Uh, oh really? Yeah. They're 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 both the heads of the school, but they're also dating, which oh. adds a kind of an interesting thing. It's it's who's it's writing a, who's writing X Men now? Shit, I don't know. And this is probably from a while ago because I think this was actually right after the House M happened, and gotcha. So I think that's a couple years ago. But anyways, yeah. It, yeah. Um, things I, I agree with you. I would I would have liked to seen. I don't know if it, if it had been flashbacks, but I would have liked to see. That would have been awesome. I didn't even think of that, but that would have been great. I almost would like to see like an end credit, and I know this is this is the territory they try to stay away from because they didn't want to go there. But what was on the other side of the Canadian border? Like, is it Alpha Flight? Yeah. Is it well, that's is it like some... Bird Box kind of thing. I mean, you guys, did you guys see Bird Box? Uh, no. no, that's the one, where... the one with Sandra Bullock. One with Sandra Bullock, where she had to be blindfolded or blindfolded, yeah. blindfolded because of something about if you can see, you can see your like worst nightmare, and it makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah, kind oh. of a thing. It's it's a little weird concept, but in the end, she ends up in a colony. I don't know. Sounds like you haven't seen it. You won't see it. But in the end, she, <laughs> ends up, she she ends up in a colony where everybody's blind. Oh shit! So it's, huh? So it's like it's perfect because they can't see their worst fear, of course, because right. they're blind. So, uh, but she ends up in this blind in this in this colony of blind people. So it's just kind of interesting. Same thing. I always want to see like it's almost like the end of Mad Max when you see like the truck tilt, you know, the truck's falling over and the sand is falling out of the truck that Mad yeah. Max is driving. And uh, everybody else, and then the rest is, is going the other way. It's yeah. All, yeah. Going, all the all the real gas is going the other way. It's kind of a thing. So. I I just I I, I kind of would like to see what what could be like. What was this? What was the fight all for? Yeah, yeah. I I kind of I kind of understand them leaving it vague though. Oh sure, you know it, it, um, it fits the way it was. But me personally cheaper. is like, I want to know what's coming next. Like I want to know that everything he did had a purpose other than she's going to live a little bit longer. I mean, yeah. although it's in Canada, she, you know, it's, it is what it is. Maybe she'll get into hockey or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it's just one of those, I, is it, I would have liked to kind of see, I mean, what's set it up? Because the cool part about this is they introduced X-23 and Laura. And she is, she's technically right now the new Wolverine. She took over the mantle. And there's even the old blue and uh, yellow suit and, and is out there doing her thing. She is such a beloved character anymore. It's like, maybe, maybe that's what we get next is, is the, you know, her adventures from Canada. It's, it's like, 
I kind of liked just a, a, a snippet of maybe something like that. Well, maybe James, like James Cannon Mer- is kind of like noteworthy too. Sorry, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Well, I was going to say the director James Marigold actually explored a, a follow-up movie to follow Laura. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I think as of a, a few years ago, they they there was so much different direction with how uh, the Marvel was taking things that uh, they it's no longer in that's, development. So well, and that's that's the weird thing is now that now that the MCU is the way it is, they're going to be you know sprinkling in some uh, some mutants on it. How is that going to affect what we're actually going to get? Like, will we ever just get a fucking realistic X Men movie? Like straight up some shit from the the X Men comic books where it's I don't care you know what iteration it is, but you know we like got to get some in the school whether it's a you know or whatever. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know whether it's it's the old team, original team. You know, Iceman, some Beast. You know, Angel, uh, Jean Grey. You know, you got yep. you got to have Cyclops. I mean, he's he's kind of he's kind of synonymous with with X Men. I mean, I, where Wolverine is actually at his own titles. I, Cyclops has always been and will never be anything than just a basic X Men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so it, it would be interesting to see how that'll go. Um, that's kind of what I would I would have liked to seen is it. it that's that's me wanting more. It's like you know, uh, tap tapping my you know inside of my hand, going give me more, give me more. I want more of this. We, we've talked yeah. about in the past. You know, it, it'd be great if Disney Plus would start exploring different. You know, hiring, you know, young directors to to do little shorts. And the right. mutants are, are certainly a great source of 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 oh, for sure. you know where you could just follow up you know find these uh, obscure characters and uh do little shorts and see how they play out and then uh draw from that for your next series whatever seems to to stick with audiences but i bet you'd get such a, an eclectic uh stylized ensemble of, so of, of stories many. and and directing styles that it would be really a great way to introduce different different possibilities yeah, I mean, we've touched on a few of them before with with uh, Cloak and Dagger, right? I would mm-hmm. love to see someone in in the MCU camp take a take a shot at that. You know, Power Pack. I know we've we've talked about that before. Uh, one of my favorite I, comics because I read it when I was that age. I w- I think I literally started reading when I was like, and so it was I, right up my I, alley. I would love to. I'd love to see them do like a, you know, ten episodes of Power right. Pack. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of like they did for, for Ms. Marvel. I think that would work perfectly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. In that. You know, I there was a comic I read, and I forget the name of it. It's one of those ones that I got like on a free comic day or something when I was just, you know, at the end of my, my comic reading days, and um, it was a kid who befriended one of the uh, like. What are the big robots called? The mutant killers. Um, the Sentinels. Sentinels. It was a kid who who befriended a sentinel that had kind of gotten like away from the like the main sentinel thing, and and they were friends, and and it was just I don't know. I thought it was a great story. Like I love the alternate stories. Like I love Red Sun. I love you know just just those kinds of things that are that are like a little different from the normal stories kind of a thing. Right. Yeah, we know. Well, I mean, Disney, Disney, you know, knows that MCU is a cash cow. They just got to keep pumping them out. Yeah. Hopefully, they do a good job. And and I would rather have 
less stuff but good than more stuff that's crap. And so we'll, we'll <laughs> see what happens. Uh, you know, I know I know they did cut back on a few. We got we got Guardians coming out this weekend. We'll see how that comes out. Um, I, I'm excited for it myself. Yeah, we'll be we'll be tackling uh, Ant Man and Wasp Quantumanium back here in three weeks. Antimanium. Antimanium. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, next week, me and Steve are going to tackle uh, in the theaters. Now it's, I believe it's called Sisu, and it is oh, it's yeah, the Finnish the Finnish movie. Yeah. Yep, the Finnish oh. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like desert. John Wick's gr- grandpa. And he's Finnish, and, and and he just fucks shit up. So um, I want to see that. Is it is it in English or is it subtitled? Yes. Uh, well, oh, we'll see. I was gonna say. I was say no one's gonna watch a subtitled movie. Hey, I can read, kind of. <laughs> I know you can read, but you you're you're a a vocal. I do person. not like. You do I not do like not. the thing subtitled is, if it, movie. If it's That's a, all I'm saying. If it's an action movie, you don't have to do a lot of reading. All right, but, and if it's anything like I John know. Wick, he's gonna have like. One or two lines, yeah, yeah, you know, or whatever yeah. that isn't finished. Yeah. <laughs> Die, scum, <laughs> yeah, right. It it looks really good. It's just one of those things. I saw the trailer right away. Oh yeah, I see that. Um, but it looks pretty badass. So we're gonna tackle that next week. I think we'll probably. I'm not exactly sure how we'll do it. We may do our our uh, how we've done the in theater ones before, where we talk about it before and after uh, directly. Um, so those are always fun. We did that with, um, what was the, it was the other John Wick-ish, um, with Odenkirk, uh, Nobody. Oh, right, that right. Was one of the ones yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, like, I, it all comes back to John Wick, really. This, this whole world revolves around Keanu now, just so you guys know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but this, this was such a fun, uh, Logan, Logan was so good. Uh, I'm glad we tackled this. It, it made a perfect uh, podcast for this this week um, while we get ready for Quantumanium, which will release on Disney right about the time we're about ready to do it yep. so people will have a chance to watch it. So. Yeah, perfect. Right. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this was this was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, if you ever want to let us know what you want to hear or let us know, hey, you guys should cover this or Aren't you guys are idiots. Downloads. This is your chance. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> <laughs> Hit us up at thehwsi.podcast at gmail.com or check out any of our socials. Steve's probably going to make a really cool video for a drink like he always does. Yeah. And uh, we'll get those out there and uh, so you can see them. All right. Well, with that, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw, and behold... A white horse. There's a man going round taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden letter reaching down when the man comes around the hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground
the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come, and the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wigs. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Then the father hen will call his chickens home. The wise men will bow down before the throne, and at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns. When the man comes around, whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down. When the man comes around, hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come, and the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wigs. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundredweight and penny pound, when the man comes around.